All right. It has been a week and a day instead of two, which is probably good. Well, we'll see. We're going to try and... Um, I'm actually going to try and make there be something more regular. I've got streaming, like I said last week, on Odyssey, and uh, we're actually going to be taking the show live this year. I'm hoping before we hit episode uh, 100, which, just as a by-the-by, we've made it pretty far. As of right now, we're actually up to 82. So, thanks for sticking around. And uh, we are going to do something special for 100 one way or the other. 82. Yeah, yeah, that's not bad, right? It's pretty good staying power. Well, anyway. People we'll, must be uh, bored out of their minds. <laughs> probably. So, <laughs> we'll go ahead and uh, start you out with something to at least keep you um, engaged. So, uh, Katanji Brown has not yet been confirmed. We're hoping that, uh, you know, some people look at their maps and just think, you know what? Maps uh, maps belong on walls and belong for <laughs> reason and not really... Not really, uh, you know, in amongst uh, the SCOTUS types, you know? At least not out in the open. Jesus fucking Christ, right? So, um... Well, I think it's... maps of all varieties are for walls. It's just that, you know, it depends on whether or not you're shooting them. Well, or pinning them up, or... As, as target whatever. practice, jeez, crazy people. What? I, I thought you were talking about, got, like, I, as I, photographs I, or something, you know? I mean, I, I don't... I don't... I don't particularly oh, like well, speaking of photographs and uh, Kataji Brown, so it's uh, recently come out that in amongst the voluminous troves of uh, people who just found themselves perchance in uh, possession of hardcore child pornography, it so happens that eight of these individuals had, um, had files the likes of which... Uh, I'll describe for the, the the memers in the crowd as uh, equivalent to Daisy's Destruction, which, if you've ever heard of this, is apparently one of the most horrible things that's ever created. And I'm not going to get us banned from any of our platforms. So we're talking about, all. like, we're talking, like, worse than Caligula. Well, well we're probably talking more like what actual but, real like, deal without, Caligula like actually minors. did, but... You know. But like with miners. Oh, yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, horrible things. You know, the kind of stuff that... I uh, said miners, not miners. That, uh, you know, I mean, well, I, I, <laughs> I would not even want to get into descriptions because, for one, they're mostly all uh, hearsay, so I, I legitimately don't know. No, but, but none of them are very good. They all involve uh, screaming and torture, and I'm not going to say anything more than that because we're talking about a pretty taboo... Maybe, maybe, yeah, you know. Oh, they could be doing that weird cooking thing. Could be, could be. So, um, it is a, uh, it it is one way of uh, making a dish, making a dish. I gotta wonder uh, what kind of uh, airlines he travels at this point. Well, uh, you you could say Spirit Air. It just depends on how you mean that. Okay, that was. That was that was a joke. I will say that was a joke. Uh, yeah, but that being said, um, since we've since we've got the lovely segue here in amongst the topics, we've got some confirmation that the contents of the quote unquote laptop from hell of uh, oh, of a young Hunter Biden. Well, uh, it was it was, and much like the uh, Russian disinformation has uh, of recent uh -huh. days been shown out to be 
not described accurately by the mainstream media, it would appear that initial reporting from the mainstream media on the uh, veracity of the laptop and said laptop's contents has... Uh, it's gotten so bad that uh, WAPO, the Washington fucking Post, the CIA subsidiary and partially owned mouthpiece mm-hmm. had to come out and make a statement on this. So, in and of itself... Yeah, oh, indeed, indeed. That's uh, that's not good, and what uh, it does confirm just out now. I'll uh, actually let me put the link in here for the specific article if you want to check it out to get everything in this particular one. Since there's kind of a few, mm-hmm. but uh, this one specifically uh, out of being out of Wapo, it's not going to go into the uh, most gory of details. Which, uh, if ah. we're to believe some of the rumors and some of the leaks are not dissimilar from those eight cases that perhaps uh, Katanji Brown... God, look at that baboon face. Yeah, just uh, smiling big and pretty with those artificial teeth that he got, because uh, there's another picture that we all got to see from the laptop. His, uh, oh my God, his, his fucking teeth are awful. It's like it's like you smoked a whole bunch of crack and a whole bunch of meth. Oh, yeah. wait. Huh. <laughs> well, anyway, good. yeah, yeah, it, it is like that. It's just like that. So, yeah, he's got this lovely white smile now. Uh, he has the Biden smile. I mean, his dad's not exactly that far off. He just lost him from old age. Yeah, I mean, you don't, uh, well, unless he caught something. He's from, got those Washington choppers in. Yeah, and I mean, let's be fair, you know, that that adrenochrome and, you know, child blood, it's actually going to do wonders for your health. I mean, mean, it's managing to keep him up and running every day, so, hey, you know, it's, you know, medical veracity is proven, or uh, efficacy, I should say, not veracity, what am I saying? Excuse, pardon my French, as they say. Oh, I mean, is it, that might start a war with Russia, I'm not so sure we want to do that. Remember, Putin said Macron's a pussy. Well, to be fair. Therefore, it must not be true, because that would be Russian disinformation. Yeah, well. But he is French. You see, if the Russians would stop saying true things, it would be really helpful. That way we could just say they lied all the time. Yeah, yeah, there's, that's been kind of a, kind of a running theme with things. And, you know, it it kind of tears apart a lot of these narratives that we're seeing and it's incredibly troublesome. Like, uh, it, it bothers me on a personal level because war is fucking horrible and a war between two competent powers is all the more horrible. I don't understand the necessity to make this out to be even worse than the, than the absolute tragedy that it already is. Well, look, you see, we clearly we need to start World War III so we can get the entire population down to one billion. Oh, that was what that one weird guy said. I shouldn't be repeating that, should I? What one weird guy? Klaus Schwab? No, 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 no. There was a, actually, I I uh, think I retwatted it this morning. No, no I know what he you're talking about. It. And if nothing else, he was probably just reading it off of the Georgia Guidestones. Wait, what? I, I didn't no, no, say no, no. that. Georgia Guidestones said 500,000. This guy's saying get us down to one billion. Oh, well, isn't he generous? Don't you think? Wow, man. What a progressive thinker. What a progressive thinker. Man, goodness gracious. That is a 
That's a thoughtful fella. Well, I think the Crammies are going on tonight. Oh, yeah, that's but right. But nobody there's, cares. There's some sort of award show. I saw a picture of some uh, somebody was dressed up like Bowser. I, 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 I think it care. was a female rapper. I don't know. I, I'm... I saw Goldfish promoted the CBS tweet, and I'm like, okay, well, both of those can go away at once. Oh, yeah. I mean, you should probably be blocking. I mute um, ads. I, I should probably just block them, but I have a thing with blocking, like, you know, not like they're actually going to have to ever contact me, but at the same time, I'll leave lines open. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I guess you never know. Oh, I... Huh. Man. I, I'm actually going to include the link to the picture because it's, it is utterly... Oh my fucking god. It is just such... That is so it's stupid. such now. It's such now that I'm going to put it in the show link so that everybody can appreciate this themselves as they see us talking about this silly Bowsery looking lady. Oh, that's dumb. <sighs> <laughs> so, yeah. I'm not even going to do the description. Just look down below. It's going to be like the second oh, or third one. Oh, oh, oh. You saw that Jack Dorsey is, uh, is, is regretful for damaging the internet, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> I, I did not, but I would have assumed as much. So he's come out and actually said it. Yeah, he said the days of Usenet, IRC, the web, even email with GG with uh, PGP uh, were amazing. Centralizing discovery and identity into corporations really damaged the internet. I realize I'm partially to blame and regret it. Wow, he's right. <laughs> Just you know what? Well, no, he's not right. I don't think he regrets it enough. Oh no, no, no! <laughs> I think he needs to have his. Uh, I think he needs to have what's left of his manhood ripped off and shoved into his ears. He's he's really he really fell asleep at the wheel. If we're gonna be, uh, I think he knew exactly generous. what the fuck he was doing. This yeah. is the guy who allowed his second in command to go to Congress and shout in 2012, "We are the free speech wing of the free speech party." Just 110 percent, go fuck yourself, man. Well, yeah, you take that, and then you have him and uh, his, uh, I believe it was the head of tech, that went on to uh, Rogan with Tim Pool, and that was mm -hmm. that was a shit show. It was an absolute yeah. shit show, and it was incredibly revealing because it showed that he he was out of touch, utterly out of touch with his own user base. Which was one of the more fascinating things, because a lot of us up to that point figured that this was actually just uh, somehow more intentional. And it turns out that he actually just didn't get it. You'd think a guy from fucking small town Kansas, I think, I'm pretty sure, it's either small town Kansas or like small town Indiana that dude's from. And yeah. you'd think that he'd have some sort of understanding still left over. I mean, I understand. You you do a $100,000 worth of blow. You do get a little bit detached, but you came from somewhere, dude. You got to remember that shit at least somewhat. So, I don't oh, know. look, you know, a certain, uh, a certain walking, uh, a certain walking detached scrotum came from Delaware and 
he returns there often enough to remember his place. Yeah, and he can't even remember what he had for breakfast. Yeah. So, I mean... I that's the only reason he goes there is to remember that he's from there. His hands are just like, oh, he's forgetting. It's the weekend. Better send him off. Oh, man. Speaking of that, man, how about uh, how about those comments on uh, Poland and how... I th- actually no. I think oh, we man. may. Have, I think we may have gone over this, but it really bears repeating because it kind of ties oh, into so what he was, said. Since. It was tripled down on recently. If no yeah, one yeah. The initial statements uh, that we had covered uh, basically last week was that was, he yeah. he was talking about uh, soldiers in Poland. Uh, so, excuse me, talking to soldiers in Poland about Ukraine specifically. That uh, you're going to see. You know, men of women standing in front of trains and not in front of trains. Yes, excuse me. In his front of his phrasing was when you get there. Yeah, his specific phrasing. As a matter of fact, which was the problem. And then with uh, with Putin, he said, you know, he cannot be allowed to continue to rule. That was walked back by the White House. Uh, they they tried hard, and then he came. And back numerous spokespeople well, of the White was, House, above and beyond the the White House itself. Then, then uh, he came out later and he said, well, what I meant was we, he cannot be allowed to rule, but we have no specific plans to take him out. He just can't be allowed to rule. It's like, ah, so you're still actually suggesting regime change. That, and that's then, of course... Of you. uh, you're just, you're just out, basically, what he was trying to say was he was outraged with no plan of action. It's like, okay, so you're a politician like any other then. What makes you different now? Is, is it the fact that you're willing to say the dumb shit out loud? It's like bushed light. <laughs> well, also we have to remember like that reading um, a poem to kids. Well, we've got another. We've got another big point in uh, Joe's monumental fuck up comments because we've got to take into account. Also, he said when, or I don't know if he said when or if he said if. We'll just say if. If Russia attacks. With chemical or biological weapons, America yeah. will respond in kind. Yes, yes, and what he meant was, oh well, well. It'll no, be he, we don't. We don't actually know what he meant because when no, asked, no, no, he said he said this. He said, oh well, it'll be significant. It's like, okay, what does that mean? Well, well that's uh, it'll be significant. Yeah, indeed. And then when asked what to clarify, he... uh, our our lovely Jen Saki, who, by the way, will be moving on to MSNBC in the near future. Can you imagine it? Yeah, but she won't be taking out that used Q-tip that they used to keep the face aloft right now. And Well, no, no. But, but, uh... but Trump's taxes were incredibly important, and I'm glad that she got them and proved that he paid more taxes than she does. Bravo, bravo. Good work on that. But um, yeah, uh, Miss Saki, she uh, was asked on the uh, the question there by uh, by Peter Ducey and really didn't uh, didn't have an adequate answer, as you would basically expect. You know, like uh, I can't remember if his exact questioning was. Well, what I think is amazing is that she's going to go and start working at MSNBC, and that lateral move for her is seen as normal in America. That the spokesperson for the POTUS is going to go to a news network with a biased slant already, and she's going to be a commentator there. Like I get it because you have that uh, whatever the hell lady uh, McGinnity from under Trump over at Fox News. I think that's equally stupid. Uh, I think that 
you know, if they wanted, I, I mean, they shouldn't be out of a job, you know, they should have like a, a, a way to make money for themselves. But well, at a the person same time, like that, if you like, wanted a, to keep up appearances, the one step up, like just, you know, go get something, do something else for you. Well, year. it's kind of like the same thing with corporate people in uh, lobbies, you know, it's like, you know, no, you, uh, you step down from your corporate uh, CEO ship and move right into a lobby for that uh, corporation. Well, I like that, like, for Congress, like, there's at least, like, the expectation, not that it's actually taken right now, that if when you leave Congress, there's a five-year moratorium, or there should be, uh, before you enter under lobbying, you know, you can do consulting, I guess. Oh, sure. Since and the thing about it is, too... For, for a lobbying firm. <laughs> well, what I was about to say there, too, on that, if you wanted to avoid that kind of uh, feel of impropriety, you just don't take the job... Of a full-time job, you say, listen, I can't go and just all of a sudden start taking a paycheck every week for my show. How about you call me every Friday, I'll come on for like a 30-minute segment, and then we'll do the thing, and then people get used to me right. being on here, and whatever. You know, we used to fucking do it that way. There used to be I, at I least that like, semblance of I think, normalcy yeah. in class. I still think the idea that, like, they just take a year off. You know, you, you still have the... Your golden parachute's not going away, pal. Like, you were... You were the spokesperson for the president. You're going to be asked to be on shows. That's like, shit, just go travel the fucking world for a year. You can now, because right. Vladimir Putin to, defeated COVID. So go for it. Go to fucking Fiji or something, you know? Go spend a year in one of those goddamn putts. Tweet about it. problem is they might actually enjoy it and never come back that's probably really what's happening here <laughs> like ah damn i could do this and be happy but i have to stay home and be miserable and help yell about the other politician well i mean i can't understand how much of this work would be anything less than miserable unless you have uh shall we say uh, you know a no soul basically yeah like a certain uh certain red-headed bitch Oh, I have got a very, very interesting update. I don't have a link to the article. I will find it if I can, but it's out of zero hedge. Um, In China, 39 Evergrande buildings are to be confiscated out of the uh, Hainan Daily. That's, uh... Wait, hold on a second. That's one of the China rags, too. So, like, that... If they're admitting that... Oh, that's that's uh, big. That's state media saying that, isn't it? Well, I mean, you're not going to be able to report something like that without going through the censorship board anyway. So, yeah. Fair enough, yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, that's a big, big deal. Huh? Interesting, interesting. Wow. Well, there was that uh, that concession they made for um, for trade with the U.S. recently. And, you know, I, I mentioned it elsewhere. It's, it's that, you know, this is not a, this is not a gift. Um China never sends a uh, China never sends a horse to the U.S. without Trojans in it. So this is this is not them being nice. Yeah, yeah, nothing comes for free. So if you're getting something from China, making sure you're make sure you're paying for it. You don't necessarily have to pay full price, but do make sure you're paying. Because you know, I mean, at the end of the day, you might you might be getting a uh, redacted for your. Uh, for your Glock off a of wish. And, you know, if you're doing that, well, you know, you're, you're going to be getting it for a lot less than you'd pay 
if you say went through every other yeah. legitimate channel that exists in might, the entirety of the world. It also might break, or you might be getting one of those crazy dildos Stephen was looking at before. Possible, possible. Uh, <laughs> there's, there's very interesting things that you can uh, you can still to this day find on Wish. Although I will say the ones with uh, the ones with certain sucking action. Indeed, indeed. I don't think they make one of those that does both things. I could be wrong. Uh-huh. I could be wrong, but I don't think so. But um, a quick little update on that. Uh, some of the last numbers out of uh, the feds are they expect there are something like more than 4,500 of those on the streets. Wow. And when you couple that with, you know, the availability and... um... Well, you know, it's funny because I was just reading an article the other day uh, complaining about all of the guns coming from red states into the blue states where they have all these gun restrictions and how the federal government just recently came down on a, uh, a tr- um, interstate uh, gun ring. I was sort of thinking, none of these guns are legal in the first place. They're, they're gangs. They're gun running gangs. They aren't going to Illinois to get the cheap guns to sell over the border. They're going there to pick up the guns that their gangbanger friends have picked up. Yeah, and great then they're bringing them across are... the border. They're already they're criminal all, at some point illegal. because they're uh, a lot of them stolen. A lot. They're all illegal. Not not one of them is a lawfully owned weapon. That's not necessarily true. Probably true, but not necessarily true. I, I bet it's not true. I bet that I, or I bet it's true that that not one of them is legally owned. Uh oh, we lost Steve. We just popped in for a second. Ah, uh, almost. Oh, fingers yeah, crossed. I ain't going to break it off in 40 minutes, though. That's, that isn't a reason, that's a reasonable thing. I know, I think it's I'm understandable. Like, uh, if certain, certain kiddos are sleeping nearby, don't want to scare them too much. Understandable. Understandable. <laughs> yeah, I don't need to push. So, falling back into the whole Hunter Biden thing. Oh, yeah. What's confirmed by uh, basically everybody now coming out and saying this is, one something's going on behind the scenes that we're not really privy to. And I'm not really seeing there are any... investigations. There are indeed. And there's That's with an S. Some... There, there's multiple. I mean, I think I saw, and I could be mistaken in this because I see a lot of headlines come through, but I believe, Oh, Hey, look, we got a Steve right on. What's up, Stevie? We, we do. Yeah. Yeah. No, sorry. I was, uh, yesterday I was down in Florida, uh, huh. you know, the hell? What? It's not my you problem. You didn't come visit? Yeah, well, you're on the <laughs> wrong side of Florida. That's where the poor people I, are. I'm, I'm in the best place of Florida, the armpit. <laughs> I, I'm sure you... I thought you were on the other side. I thought you were on the, the arm... Atlantic side. I'm in the middle. Are you really? Yeah. But I'm in, the middle on... of, I'm in the middle at the top of the wing. North Central. Really? Yeah, so I'm... Um... My my mother's down by Port Charlotte. Okay. So, All right. I'll probably uh, I'm in I'm in the process of trying to find like a nice piece of land out there because everything's building like yeah. crazy on that side. Right. Um. So I uh, I'm happy to sit there and pick something up at auction for like 500 bucks that I won't develop for 10 years and just That'd pay the smart idea. the two dollars in taxes. <laughs> right. I was I was gonna say, the nice thing is like 
Like we don't we don't have income tax, we have property tax. But then again, the property tax is not that bad here. No, it's it's not. And 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 on top of that, <laughs> it's also like land usually is taxed lower than uh, right. like an actual house. So and if I just told that it it's until... not developed property, and if you if you get if, right. better yet, if you can get under the homestead exemption, like put a couple horses on or some shit, then uh, then your taxes will go down even further. Well, I saw like last week. There was actually one I almost bought in Punta Gorda, and yeah. it was up for auction. It was at like five hundred and thirty something with two or three days left to go, and it was oh, like wow. there's a ton of lots that are subdivided that haven't been built yeah. on at all. And so that's really where you want to, what you want to be looking yeah. at, where they're planning to put something in there and the developer is just trying to recoup some of the subdivision costs yeah. uh, before they get started. And that's, that's what I was, I, I saw that there was like, there was actual stuff in Port Charlotte a few years ago that I was looking at getting, but we weren't in a position to pay what they were looking for Port Charlotte. Port Charlotte's a lot more expensive than Punta Gorda. Yeah. But... Punta Gorda is right near the airport that we fly into, because uh, that's the only way to... Also in Florida versus up there. For what? For being close to your mom, or at least getting the hell out of New York. Yeah. I probably won't be leaving New York <laughs> until uh, until they, uh, until they I find something else. Like, uh -huh. I, I, really, I really would love to see DeSantis do a nuke program. And like encourage that be great? development. Oh, you I know what? Really like to see. Quick update on uh, DeSantis and uh, potential nuke programs because this ties oh, in beautifully <laughs> to what's been happening lately in Florida oh, with yeah. the uh, with the don't say straight there was a nuke all night. Yeah. Well, see, Disney has had about the sweetest of sweetheart deals that any corporation could ever ask for from yeah, any they have they're allowed to be their state. own fucking government they are yeah. and on that very note they actually have the provisions to where they could build a nuke plant if they felt so inclined that's for over in there 50 years over 50 years they've had this special special little carve out in florida and uh, and that is up to and it doesn't matter how many politicians they want to buy it can be executive ordered out of existence effectively. If, really? Uh, if if so, well, you know, let's let's go ahead and look at the Barack Obama precedent here. It could be legislated out of existence by executive order. I, I mean, so so on this is the their Disney standard thing, here. You gotta keep in mind. On the Disney thing, like I don't think they wanted to wade into that, but the problem that you have with woke pieces of shit is it's like three or six percent of the population and they are a noisy three to six percent that make your lives miserable and that's the problem that conservatives have is they're yeah, facing the asymmetric is, conflict in the political it's space not, it's not that it's actually not that it's the fact that they literally are the top of the company yeah yeah i mean if well, we look at the uh, the recent bit that came out specifically on this <laughs> I you believe it was uh, to, Christopher. Did, yes. I think it was Christopher well, they, they Rufo started, that broke it. They started by abstaining from any sort of discourse, and then their they, woke employees was, so threw his started, So the thing is, the woke employees are the top of the food chain, <laughs> and and they um they basically have made some some major yeah. Basically, decisions. their director they of they um, not in the light. The director that determines what they're going to make, like the head of one of their. Uh, the head of one of their creative divisions, actually, she was recently put out on she a, has a hidden a trans kid and a pan kid. Yeah, we don't apparently. know the ages of these kids, but the thing about it is, there aren't they're trans, trans they're, kids they're or 
pan kids if they're at that age. Well, I, I really I really want to understand how you can have a pansexual child. I just oh, it's well, easy. I that want, involves, that I want involves the it involves your child having woke. sexual activity. Right. To in, put it in simply, in order to have so this is something that I um so my one of my sisters in law happens to have been woke. I believe she's starting to change course because it hasn't worked out so well for her. Um, but there was there was one time a long time ago that she came up and we went out to Troy with. Uh, an LGBT couple or something like that, which I have no particular issue against gay people, bisexuals, transsexuals, whatever. Yeah, well, I, I, I have better. an issue. I have an issue with, you know, people coming in and saying things that are objectively not true, right? I'm not going to get on board with trans women are women, but I don't have an issue with you living in your own space, doing your own thing. It's none of my business, right? As long as you don't enter my space or command anything from me or ask me to do anything, I have no say in your daily life. Second, you step into that boundary, I get to own you. <laughs> it's it's that simple for me. But in her case, we're out there. Sure, we have multiple amendments against that. Well, you know, true. <laughs> but for for I, as soon as you decide that everybody else has to do something yeah. for you, then you are subject to the whims and opinions of everybody else that you're trying to command. Precisely. Yeah. Right. That's that's the joy of the United States. Keep your shit to yourself. And nobody gets to say any gets to say boo. Uh, sit there and force your 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 vision on the rest of the world, and we all get to vote on it. Uh, and unfortunately, it doesn't tend to work very well for them. But so so this in any case, going back to the story, we were we were out in this town called Troy, which is kind of an artsy hip scene. A lot of fun. I like I like a lot of the establishment that the the left wingers do put up. They've got some really cool shit that they put together, and. We're out with this girl who is woke and a gay couple, and she turns around and says that she's pansexual. And I'm, what the f- I just turned to her and said, what the fuck does that mean? Right? Realistically, th- it just question. sounds like bisexual <laughs> with extra steps. And so, so she turns around and she says, no, it's, bi- pansexual is not bisexual. And she goes, would you, would you turn around and have sex with a trans person? I said, no, no of course I wouldn't. Because I don't need to. Because I'm an alpha male. I'm a nuclear engineer. I make enough money that literally I can just go trawling through the ghetto and convince half a dozen women to sleep with me with whatever accoutrements come attached to that. Like, it's not a hard ask from someone in my, <laughs> with my social status. That's the reality. I get to, I get to have my pick. Um, and she heard her, well... I would have sex with a trans person. I, I think I turned around her and said, in order to de- de- declare that you have a sexuality, you actually have to be having sex on a regular basis. right? You can't argue that you have no preference for sex if you aren't having any sex. <laughs> so that didn't go go over well. But that's not the point. Well, it's all theory <laughs> craft at that point, right? It's all theory <laughs> Right, that's exactly right. Well, you know, sitting there and saying, you know, when somebody goes, what sexuality are you? He goes, I just really want someone to touch my genitals. I really, at this point, I don't care is not, that's not a sexuality. And it's not something that I can come in and say, hey, I respect that. I think that this is, you have made an informed decision. You aren't at the point where you can make an informed decision because you haven't been in a point where you have a choice. And, you know... I, again, and I've, I've talked about this before, if I am locked on a deserted island with Craig, I will suck it up. <laughs> right? Like, 
It's just the way it's going to be. Because if I have no hope of rescue... Yeah, find you a hole in a palm tree is what I'm going to do. Oh, no. No, I'm going to grease you up like a little piggy. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> There's going to be some banjos playing when you come around the corner. Well, anyway, to go okay, ahead and I am, I, get I, I also, I'll tell topic. you right now, I'm better at dueling banjos than you are, sir, so you'll be squealing for me. All I need to do is sit there and put up something that you're going to have to chase down and correct. And, you know, I've seen all of those. Don't you dare I've... start taking care of my ADD here. I'll all, all, I'm, all I'm telling you is that I've, you seen enough, I've seen enough Pornhub videos. Women get stuck in everything. <laughs> and with a... <laughs> I think you're beginning to develop unrealistic expectations, sir. <laughs> He's this whole new world being constructed for us. Uh, but that being said, I've done a quick spot That's of research, and idea. it looks like her kids are probably grown, so it's not yeah, as even, dire. Even so, but so they don't get that really way without being groomed. Oh, so I saw, probably. I saw I saw something come across my my like little smart news or whatever. It is a teacher that said sixty percent of her class is LGBT, right? Yeah. If you started hitting levels of and I, I debated this with my sister, who also comes from the Disney crowd, and she tends to be a little bit woke. And we, I tried to pin her down on, uh, isn't diversity, inclusion, and equity initiatives technically discrimination? <laughs> and it's amazing. It's they dodged that. Like, it's actively. Right, right. So that's I said the <laughs> definition of discrimination is hiring people outside of their demographic representation in whatever field. And we were debating, um, is it cake, the show? And my point was that when you get to, you know, what is it, four white people, and uh, uh, while they did have 50-50 men versus women, uh, of the 50-50 men, of the five men on the show, four of them were gay, you're like, ugh, yeah, no, that's not real. You have you have selected for well, something. The funny thing I saw is there was a headline where, uh, where teachers were leaving Florida, quitting and leaving Florida because of the law. I'm sitting there thinking to myself, excellent. Good. Yeah. Check yeah, the computer. Right. I have I mean, no no moral issue with it. So it just means it just. Yeah. It, 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 it. What this is saying is like these people are uncomfortable being in a place that says, "Listen, you cannot sexualize a child." Right. Until they're the out of third grade. Until they're out no, of third here's, grade. Here's, third grade isn't even a thing. Here's the context for this law: sex ed is not taught in Florida until sixth grade. Period. Bar none. Yep. No, yeah. no extras. So when they say we want to teach kids in third grade or younger, kindergarten, this bullshit, that's because they're predators. There's no, yes. like, getting around it. It's, like, sixth grade is how long you'd have to wait to predate on children normally if you're of that proclivity. And you want to extend this bullshit down so you can get an early start? I'm sorry, but we know what you are. You're going to leave the state or you're going to be arrested. And ultimately, like I was going with my, my smart news thing, they turn around and they had this article of a teacher who claimed that 60% of her class was LGBT. Right. And if you get to the point where 60% of your population is LGBT, you have complete and total social collapse. Right? You, that is Literally. not sustainable <laughs> as a model. Literally. I mean, I think it would be hilarious in another country um, well, it's, to watch it's, that happen. It's just so I wouldn't strange to me. It's so strange to me that you have these people sitting there and arguing that, you know, there's no gay agenda, and yet you have people who are LGBT oh, no. sitting there. Oh, no, those are the things and... from 
That was one of the things from Disney. They said we have a very overt and clear gay agenda. Oh yeah, now they I now know. they absolutely do. Like... It's like uh yeah, she has come we out and said we are <laughs> dedicated to half of our uh half of our upcoming products having representation of uh some mm-hmm. kind of deviant sexuality, some sort yeah. of uh, dystopic, you know. Now, not ideal. that like, again. it's all horrible. It's just like right. You know, half um all right, uh where are you going to go with this? Are you going to have like? The well, you want to know. You want to know what really bothered me. Like, I, I really do want to touch on this again for a second because part of her comments really bugged me because she said, you know, gay people just don't have the representation. They're just not allowed to be gay. It's like how many oh, yeah, how sure. many characters in the modern era since it's been since being gay has been fine. Let's say middle eighties. Let's say late eighties. Whatever. Since since Tammy Faye said it's okay to be gay, let's run it from then. So like ninety two <laughs> or whatever the fuck. So early nineties, let's say anything from like the it's ni- okay to be white. I'm just saying. <laughs> Technically, yes, it's perfectly fine. Um, but you know, that's another one that we can't talk about. Is that, but... a, is that a point of pride for you, or? Uh... Well, that, that, well, there's if, there's why there's why you can't like say it because entire it has month question. dedicated to me, I will take it. I mean, yeah, sure, too. I, I mean, I will. See, I, I don't take I'm a little annoyed at the whole Trail of Tears things, but, you know, I like the casinos, and, you know, <laughs> the, the fair's fair, you know? So, I mean, well, actually, that's, that's the thing, isn't it? There isn't, like, a Red Pride Month. There isn't. There isn't. Uh, well, we used there, to have a fucking whole not. bunch of goddamn teams, but a bunch of fucking pale faces went Dude, out and you used had to, have, to go and... Uh, you used to have butter. Yeah, have yeah. Butter, but they, fucking they Land of Lakes, no. <laughs> Kicked, the kicked, fuck, the natives out kicked us off the, the fucking land of lakes. There, there goes our fucking lakes. Thanks, white man. I love that. That was, Thanks, that was uh, a great response to the whole land of lakes thing. Uh, trailed a tear to solve of that shit too, man. Motherfuckers. I'm telling you. I, I he just, was just it, collecting the weeds. Why did they have to clear out? I, I come from, and, and I'm not, I'm not like old or ancient or, you know, fogey here, but like I grew up in the 2000s. The left won the culture war in the 2000 to 2010s with like no holds barred right they just you you look at Penn and Teller's bullshit you look at half a dozen of the other things they slammed it they knocked it out of the park when we talk about things like my favorite part about acceptance and my favorite part of Penn and Teller's bullshit is if you look at that today it looks like concert like hardcore conservative now it does it does (laughs) oh especially their gun control I grew up on this stuff I grew up on this stuff, and right, this is too, yeah. this is this is the things that formed a rational and reasonable mind. And one of the arguments that conservatives made at the time was that if we allow this, if we encourage this, it's going to spiral out of control. And all and you know, people like me are sitting there saying, "How is how is sitting there and saying that two gay people can get married?" going to spiral out of control a statement that i still kind of agree with today damn it how was pat robertson right what the fuck here's no no here's the funny thing here's here's the extra here's the extremely funny thing they never actually really got married like the the marriage rate stayed about the same in that in that you know quote community well there was over time like after after marriage was allowed there was a slight bump up and then it stopped yep it's it's most of them are still just domestic partners. Why? Well, because it, none it, of them stay together. None well, that, of them. That's that's one of the problems. I um so so I knew a gay kid. He's a he's a good kid, right? I'm mm-hmm. loved loved having dinner parties totally. with him. His family's very super hyper progressive. 
Um, and <laughs> and again, I am I am a liberal at heart. I have no problem entertaining values that I disagree with, right? So uh, this this kid was in a long term relationship with somebody else, and you sit there and you start talking to him, and he talks about how they have threesomes all the time with random kids that they take in on the street, and you're like, oh um, my god, this is fucking horrifying. That is so unhealthy. Well, I'm sitting there thinking, you know, when it comes to a gay couple, I'm not gonna be my lips fucking the other guy's dick, you know, whatever, go for it, man. But like, Jesus. But then again, if they have threesomes like that, they just kind of yank a guy in from the side of the road. Well, it's it's kind of go to the other side of the street as he passes by. It's not. I shouldn't be that. That's that. I know. I know. I know. You do sit there. You like. You talk to him, and he's like, "Oh yeah, we found this kid, and he was at the YMCA, and he was super confused, and we took him in, and (laughs) you know, it was a really good threesome, and he would be like this off and on threesome that we would have, and then we decided to just like skips steps there in the middle. (sighs) That's it's just it's. He was really confused, and we took him in, dot, 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 and it was a really good threesome. Wait, hold on a minute. Let's back up and rewind <laughs> right. a second. <laughs> right. So, so like, I, I, I don't – that whole culture does yeah. have – so, so, so we start talking about the 2010s, 2000s to 2010s. We were sold a bill of goods, which was that yeah. the culture was looking to normalize, that they wanted the same things that heteronormative couples had, and I am perfectly okay with that. And yet, yeah, and it just turned out they didn't. <laughs> and it turns out, it turns out that the 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 LGBT subculture didn't give a shit. Yeah, there's some people who did, and those people yeah. are something that we should welcome with open arms, right? Yeah, really, they truly. Be, they want to just be normal, and I, I they think just that want, it's, and I think that's I think that is it's laudable. So right. just like to want to do your own thing, not shove it in other people's faces. You know yep. the PDA stuff. I, I totally get it. I get I get kind of annoyed when someone's sucking the other guy's face, you know, over to over to the side. Anyway, I don't care what but combination that's, that's, of people's involved. Their, it's just annoying. That's their business, right? right? Sitting there and saying that that without this thing, that has been utilized by social cultures for centuries to stabilize intersexual relations between members within tribes within uh societies and civilizations that's what we've used marriage for is to stabilize monogamy right it was supposed to be this thing that would decrease uh things like disease transmission rates it was supposed to decrease the whole entire craziness like it was supposed (laughs) to be this hey we let these people do this thing and everything is supposed to basically level itself out. And it turns out that, you know, none of that happened. And, oh, yeah, by the way, now we're sitting there and arguing whether or not we should put puberty blockers in kids. And it's 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 like, by the way, you need to make that not... cake, bigot. Yeah, it, well, uh, see, I like how they, they won. Like the multiple lawsuits that were brought in. Oh, yeah, that guy has won every won. time. But, man, they keep trying to bury that dude. Well, they, like they, 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 they are. They they're they're the engaged interim. in lawfare. Like, they, and they this lost is the what, this is what happened. Like, we, yeah. we, started, we started with this great cultural discussion about uh, actual equality in our civilization and how it was unfair and unequal for certain people, and I think that is a laudable discussion. But now we're into this. Uh, it, it, I think the best, the best discussion of it was actually um, – south park where they talked about tolerance versus acceptance tolerance means that you will meet a gay couple and you will go out to dinner with them you'll hang out with them but when they decide to pick up a kid on the fucking street 
they want to pick up a kid on the street and go start a threesome, you don't necessarily support that, right? Like, tolerance... Well, I at least have questions, you know? Tolerance, tolerance is sitting there and saying, hey, if you want to live your life, I have no business in it. Acceptance is what we're in now, which is if you turn around and say that he is not really a he, he's a she, now you're a bigot. And bullshit, right? If you have a Y well, chromosome, just, like, you're a fucking dude. If you here's don't have a Y chromosome, you're a chick. End of discussion. Here's the thing about that, though, is is uh, if they're going to argue about the pronouns, let's say, okay, fine. You know what, though? That means you get the universal pronoun from now on. It. You do not get to have he or she or any of that shit. Well, I mean, you're going to enforce that crap on me. You can be an it. Like, so, so, so Blair White, Fair enough right? to me. Blair White is seems to be a relatively sane and reasonable individual. Yeah, Robbie Faggotron is a sure, cool person. I'm probably sure that I would enjoy hanging out with him, uh, yeah. and I would probably extend the courtesy to that individual to call that them her or she. Well, yeah, because they're right? being nice about because, it. That's the because most, that's the important thing, it. isn't it? And exactly. they're also the rational thing. in the discussion. They they talk about things like the detransitioning, and, and so so she is talking about these things, and I am okay with that. Plus, right. she has clearly spent an inordinate amount of effort trying to conform to her gender norms. That's the you other big one right there. If you who's are got a you, beard and a you, dress and calls himself non-binary, if you, I had a daughter yes. and I watched this dude in a dress follow her into yeah. the restroom, that motherfucker's going through the wall. And I don't give a shit. Yeah. Whether he thinks he's trans or not, the probability is he's just a sociopath. Well, if that I is hear a higher I'm probability trans, than he's actually trans. If I hear from if I hear from big hulking Bruno, oh I'm trans, call me a woman, I'll say, Okay, you can you can have that privilege after my kid's out of the bathroom. Like, and I mean, there's there's discrepancies here, too, in terms of, yeah. like, shades of gray in this debate as to are they women or not. I stand by the absolute. If you do not conform to objective reality, you're just you just have a mental disorder. My wife stands more well, along the lines yeah. of if they want to be called women, she's happy to call them women. But don't turn around and pretend that you have periods and can have children or go through menses. Well, you see, that's the thing is they still pretend that anyway because they have a mental disorder. And there's quite a few that are. As a matter of fact, there was now there are those that do not. That went viral but, lately. Right. They, there's a silent majority in that you know again quote community. I hate calling it the community because that's a political action. It's not actually all the people involved. No, so, it's, like, it's but, largely but, just again, the like, vocal the silent crazy. The silent majority there is is for the otherwise. And I say you know it is important to say otherwise, but they are otherwise sane. A lot and of them are, are just that's what normal I've people. Heard. That's what I've heard, and you got um, what's her face, uh, Narwitz there on Twitter. I think that she's. Right. I had I had a solid That's, conversation. She's trans. We 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 agreed to disagree at the end of it because basically right. she turned. I asked for the evidence that transitioning actually works, and right. uh, she responded by handing me a study which involved uh, I think six cases from thirty countries somehow or, or like 30 cases from six countries and they were yeah, individual she, case she studies does falter so on topic sometimes so she handed that to me and i was like this isn't an actual study right this is just case studies of individual cases saying that it might work sometimes that's not a a broad generalization of the efficacy of the treatment and and there was like she got upset about it but i still like you know i have no issue 
with Sophia Narwitz. Uh, and I still think that I could probably sit down with that individual and have a beer with them. And they're not going to piss me off with stupid nonsense. Help my, my sister-in-law, who identifies as female but is woke, is much more likely to not get a beer from me than either of those two trans people. <laughs> like, that's that is infinitely more probable. Oh, that's entirely um, fair. But at the same time, I'm still going to hold that it's a male with a mental disorder. It's not, It's not. you know, I will extend them a courtesy. That's the thing is, it's nothing against rational. them to that to be a thing. Like that, no, that's, it's that's not. That's one of the things that they get, that get, people get hung up on is, yeah, it's not. It's not the end of the world to have a mental issue. Well, think know, about it. Well, well. Even let me, let me just say one. this actually myself, right I here mean, and now, somehow, having Craig, having personally dealt with society. Well, let me yeah. let me just say this myself, having personally dealt with tremendous mental issues and probably the worst mental health care that anyone should ever have to deal with. So, uh, there's for the longest time been an incredible stigma around mental health. And there we've kind been. of only recently beat that. Oh, yeah. But in yeah. doing so, we've kind of fucking opened Pandora's box on it. And it, yep. and in accepting that that you can be hurt and you can be damaged and still be a good person, we've let some really broken people slip through. And we've said that some very broken people are pu- fucking perfectly fine and normal. And they're not. Yeah, and they're not. Well, they need help. And that's that's I think part of the the major issue there is, you know, it it, it is okay to sit there and have a mental disorder. And it's and okay to, to be trans. And, it's okay to be that. Okay what is it? Point oh oh one eight percent of the population that exists. I thought it was. I thought it was point one percent. It's a very. It's not point one. No, the one you're thinking of is is hermaphrodites. Oh yeah. Sorry. Oh, is that? What oh it yeah, is? yeah, yeah. Actual intersex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Actual, Actual intersex is way smaller. Trans is about point one. LGBT, uh, well, LGB is about five to six percent. Uh, and if no. you call anything well, so, higher so, than that, it's, it's just wrong. Well, that's L that's like G, max. We, we gotta we gotta break that down a little bit. So L's and right, G's let me just say this. is homosexuals is about are about five to six. So so it's it's okay. about it. Might, I might buy that, but it's like three percent of men. It's 2.3%. I think it was 2.3% of women. They, they survey it. It varies a little bit in the percentages. Right. And that, that like 5% comes in as bisexual, which predominantly right. follow traditional heteronormative Correct. approaches. Yeah. Right? Yes, they will just right. occasionally – you'll run into things like, uh, like Carrera there who will talk right. about that one time that she dated a chick. And that was at the beginning of the Gamergate, for those who don't want to go into the full history. But that was 2014. She dated a chick, called herself bisexual. And then the entire remaining, uh, up until her arrest some five years later, was dating dudes. Yeah. So so that is that is what we're talking about when we start talking about bisexual people. It's people who are open to that relationship, but for the most part are overwhelmingly uh, or the classic that uh, that one time in band camp or back in college, uh, right, et cetera, et cetera. Right, and they're, they're not opposed to it. Again, they're not offended by it. Again, though, here we're, we're like when we talk about this, we're talking about small small portions of society, which is we again, are. it's they should be marginalized out. It's just like, yeah, okay, you're, you exist, fine. Now be normal and keep that shit to yourself because nobody else wants to give a fuck. Just well, the same and, way, and... you don't want to watch. You know, you don't want to have to care about other people who they're fucking. Nobody cares who and, the hell you fuck as long as you keep it to yourself. And again, if we go back to those early early parts of 2000s, that was all that was being asked. They were just right, asking for respect 
and you know to be kind well, of see, that's the thing is respect is thing. earned yeah respect but I, I, I you know obedience okay. is commanded hold on i i am perfectly okay on on a broad spectrum with providing a universal level of respect for individuals. i think that mutual respect is is achieved is achievable i think that obedience in the way that they're especially the way that this that's the problem now that obedience is commanded, and when they commanded respect, they were commanding obedience, not and, respect. And that's that. Well, I don't think that was the case back in the early. Well, that's 2000s. the birthday cake thing, man. That's what. That's, I, that's what that whole thing is. And and I know it was a small amount. I know it's a small portion of the popul of the the quote community that was responsible for that. But again, the squeaky the squeaky hinge in this case files a lawsuit. <laughs> And that's that's like the the left went through this phase of lawfare and they rose up and it was but like it wasn't they supposed ended to that be phase. that phase. They are so horrible with that shit. Yeah, I know, but I mean, it was that was not how what we were promised, and now we're having to deal right. with this. You know, well, you get a teacher way, who says, abortion, "Oh, sixty percent of my class is gay." Bull fucking shit! Sixty percent of your class is gay. Steve, you probably that... provide extra fucking credit for it. The same way, Steve, that abortion was promised to be safe, legal, and this is the kicker: rare. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yeah, bullshit. So, so that, like, that totally happened. There's, there's a like for me, and again, I've talked about it before. I counseled women to have abortions. Then they would come in, and they'd come to me, and they'd be like, "All right, I'm clear. Let's go have sex." And I'd be like, "No, no, no, it wasn't a get rid of the baby and you get to have sex with me. It was a get rid of the baby because I think you've made a terrible life decision. And if you've made one terrible life decision, why would I risk?" you making a life decision with me <laughs> right like so so, so yeah. safe legal and rare was not a was like a, again abortion was something that i don't have a moral issue against i understand economic having an abortion for economic reasons i think that that's fair uh, i have chosen not to have children until such time as i am economically able to afford them um probably could have made that decision earlier in my life for sure but uh I, it is what it is. Uh, yeah. That being said, fair. the opposite end of the spectrum, I totally understand sitting there and saying I can't afford a kid. The problem is there's a lot of women who started using it as their primary form of birth control. Yeah, and they're all called whores. Well, yeah. Yeah. You know, they, they would be – they'd be out. They'd find a dude that they really wanted to, you know, hook up with. They'd hook up with a dude, and instead of sitting there and going and getting the morning after pill or requesting a condom at the time – they would just go to the abortion clinic if something came of it. And ultimately, if you look at the statistics for sex, a one-off quickie is not necessarily likely to produce a child. I mean, you, uh, know, you know, here's the funny thing, though, is uh, is later on, though, in life, if they do end up using abortion as their primary form of birth control, the chance of, uh, of uh, a, a safe, normal pregnancy starts to go down a bit. Oh, yeah. Each, I, I mean, each one of those uh, abortions yeah. actually does. Dep depending, on the way, be... depending on the way the abortion is done. Uh, if you start scraping the uterus, you start sort of seriously damaging some sensitive equipment. Yeah, you can um, really do permanent damage by each I, one of those. I'm sure you, you want one, you might get a, you might get a, you might get a, a not what you wanted to come out. The okay, uh, the I, oven's broken. And that's that's certainly uh, that's certainly a possibility. But it was that's that's I think the thing that really irks a lot of people today is that we got sold a bill of goods on the LGBT stuff, abortion, and half a dozen. Like you can go through Penn and Teller's sure. bullshit as a checklist of things that are <laughs> rational, the liberal green ideas. <laughs> the green like, revolution, man. Right. 
You can go through Penitella's bullshit as a checklist of like Ugh. things that we were sold that uh, that were you know well, they like made how, their case, and now it's I like and how now they, we're like they, okay. Um, they even okay. brought in Doctor Moore or, or Mister Moore, whatever his name. Um, uh, they brought in Moore, Patrick, Patrick Moore. Moore. They even brought in Patrick Moore in their in their Going Green episode specifically to shit on Greenpeace because it is a horrible organization. I mean, they did they did a great job. They really yeah. did a good job. And what I was... loved was that poor girl that was supposed to be the spokesman of that carnival thing or whatever, or they got the the petition for banning water signed. Yep. And it's like they, they kind of keep reminding you, the audience, you, you know, it, I know it seems like we're shitting on her, but like this is the hand-picked head of the, PR the for whatever. The representative of the organization that was hand-picked specifically to handle a show titled Penn and Teller's Bullshit. Yeah, this right. this is the one that they said, okay, listen, we need our best and our brightest to, to go out there and take care of this. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, it, 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 if yeah. you watch that show, it was it was very very informative. It, it is still very, very much well, findable. It is it very is, much. I still I think, recommend it. I think Hulu has it for uh, available for the the seven products have it if you can't find it in a in a paid platform of your choice. And yep. you can actually find yep. it on physical media, which is worth having, and it's entertaining enough oh, yeah. to actually be worth having. In so. which case, it, I would go on to Scamazon and find it. it. It is, but it was it was a great it was a great show. It made the case, and now we have to sit there and deal with all of the things that were the slippery oh, slope arguments that we were told are bullshit. The fun one is you can even not. go back. You can even go back to the stuff where the, the you have the sliding slope on the other side like the Bible episode, et cetera, and just, you know, see the people who are starting up their their Trump rallies by, you know, doing their invocation in Jesus' name, blah, 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 Trump's the real president. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, all right, guys, come on. It's, it has been how many days? Oh, we're almost, we're, we're going right. to get into a couple Craig, years here soon. Craig, buddy, right. buddy, two more weeks, okay? Two more uh, weeks. Well, two more weeks. Listen, listen, so, so in two weeks. more weeks... Uh, Jonathan Franklin Kennedy is going to rise from the grave as a zombie, right. and he's going to push. How did you know? Damn son, you are in on this. See, I just imagine yeah, I'm giving see, you the secret handshake. Came, right now. They all came with me to the Zog meeting. <laughs> Get this shit out of the way. <laughs> I I have um my so my mother got married over the weekend, and that was why I was down in Florida. Oh, and congrats. this is, oh, well, I suppose. Uh, congrats to your mother, vicariously. <laughs> like, congrats to my mom. Uh, it, it doesn't phase me one way or the other. Don't congratulate me. That's kind of weird. <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, if she married into a lot of congrats money, uh, potential congratulations happy. to you. No, 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 I don't think so. No. Um, but yeah, no, so she okay. got married, and the guy's a nice guy. So, so I have no personal issue there, but I, I do run into this with him all the time where he's like, they're going to prove the fraud in the election. I'm like, look, <laughs> I am I am all for it. Believe me, buddy, I am all for Ugh. it. I was on that train. I am okay with that. Like, you want perfect examples of how I am willing to change my opinion on something? The, uh, the, the yeah. fraud case for the election is a perfect example of something where <laughs> I believed something, and then they failed to produce evidence, and I have changed my position on it because they failed to produce evidence. Despite mm-hmm. funding and activism and the whole bit 
right? They, they yeah. just haven't produced anything, and he'll go, right. well, they haven't released it yet because it's an inopportune uh, time. I'm like, yeah, but you can't uh, claim that they've found something if you haven't actually seen it. Well, see, but the guy, worst part is, on, is there, side. Uh, the, there <laughs> is stuff that's been found. And again, uh, as I've said before on this, what has been found individually no case is enough to overthrow anything. And the only things right. that we do yes. have that are solid, that are 100% for sure, even if we add them all up, it's not quite enough. So yeah, it right. kind of doesn't matter the thing, anyway. Is, is the fun thing I had was arguing with my cousin, who's who's a lefty guy. And he's he's a great guy and all. It's just, you know, his brain's twisted over the whole Russia thing because he had to cover it as a court reporter. Um, so he, he knows, you know, Definitely, Russia was interfering. Blah 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 blah. I'm just like, all right, get shot. Well, I mean, Russia, it. Russia was interfering, just like they always right. do. Exactly, they and bought they, 140 thousand dollars of Facebook ads. They did in a in a five. What is it? Five billion dollars between the two political candidates. I'm sure their 140 thousand right. dollars in Facebook ads uh, really, really uh, had a an impact. Right. See, see, this is the thing. It's anyway. So, you know, the whole the whole fraud thing. I said to him, like, look, there was fraud. There is fraud that was proven. And I'm not saying that the election needed to be overturned here because, of, you know, the fraud, blah, blah, blah. I said, there is a side that says there was no fraud. That was proven wrong. And they said, oh, but if there was fraud, it didn't affect anything. That was proven wrong. I said, okay, was it enough to overturn the entire election? I have no evidence for this, and I'm not going to say one way or the other. And that part pitched him off to yep. no end. Yep. The fact that I wasn't willing to sit there and take a hard line stance and say definitely there was no fraud. Well, and, and you okay. can't, you can't, call. because okay. there are there are certain things that are really fucking sketchy. Uh, yeah, like when I say fifty nine as opposed okay, well, to eighty, promise, you know, that's just time, so much more. Well, it, like I, I, well, actually, yeah, we we do have to take a quick moment and say goodbye right. to our dear friend Craig because he's got to go because you know family oh. stuff. So okay. a good night oh. to you, sir. Uh, you real quick yes. want to good. Oh, well, you know, uh, link, link tree uh, slash craigrob99, you'll find just about everything you need to find for me. All righty. And, well, uh, yeah, I got to go ahead and go so I don't uh, step on more toes here. So, uh, right, right, right. I'll see you guys next week. Uh, night, brother. Talk to you soon. Night. So, anywho. You know, it's really irritating when my wife sends me a link to something that she wants me to go look at, and it's only, like, the originating thing, like Sam's Club, instead of sitting there and sending me the link to the specific item. Uh, <sighs> fun. Sigh. Yeah. But, yeah, so, so like, when we start talking about this stuff, there's there's just, I, I run into, I run, ran into that, I run into this every single time. They're absolutely convinced that uh, Trump won and Biden lost, and there's no evidence at this point. Despite we we've looked, well, that's looked. there's no overwhelming evidence. There's, there's no evidence sure. that would overturn the ex the election. There, I, I, it, splitting hairs. But if we took every single thing that's out there, and were able to validate it as true, yes, absolutely, absolutely, today, done. But we can't. Yep, and it's been made such. That we possibly might not ever be able to. Well, and, and that's, because that's I mean, and I can give you, and I can just, I, well, not no beyond supposition. I can give you Pennsylvania, straight up Pennsylvania would have made a huge difference. There was a case brought before their Supreme Court 
that case was on the constitutionality of their mail-in yep. elections. There's actually a couple cases on their constitutionality. Absolutely. One, and it, one and it's was... since been, finally since been found to be unconstitutional. But at yes. the time, it was brought up and the judge said, yeah, this seems, yeah, you're, you're going to win on, uh, on the merits of the case and just sent it right on up. But then the Supreme Court of Pennsylvania said, well, you haven't been injured yet by this. So yep. it would be inappropriate for us to allow this to go through. And so just uh, denied the whole thing. So they're like, oh, well, fuck, that sucks. And then, so and then, then the election happens they lost and they, and they bring it late. up and they go to it. And they said, well, you know, the elections already happened. There's nothing we can do about this. Even if we were to rule on it, there's nothing we can do to aid your injury as a legal party. Yeah, and that, that was and there's, a and that, bullshit outcome. And I mean, this is all just right out there in the open, that, this yep. kind of thing. I'm not going into any of the deep stuff, any of the weird stuff, any of the crazy numbers, any of the maiden names, none of that. I mean, this is just something plain and simple, legal shenanigans that are absolutely disgusting. The slimiest, yes, grimiest shit you could ever imagine. But... But at the same time, that you know, it's it, that would have probably there are probably some cases. And there's any number of those. But there's... they had to overturn five states. Yes. And they've made cases, I think, in two that are very reasonable. Mm -hmm. And in a third really, that really is hard, worth hearing. But. But that's still not five. Right. Right. And 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 it's it's not enough. Even if you turn around and you decided to put like, if you decided to instead of flipping them which is what I think a lot of Republicans would want, you just pulled them out of the total numbers, Biden would still likely have Right? That's that's part of the problem that you have, is Trump actually needed to win a few of them, and, like, some of them had to be pulled out of the total. So by the time you're done, it's just not there. The reality is they suppressed information that was anti-Biden, which is now going through the courts, or at least uh, the court of public opinion. I think that they're going through the courts. Well, too. actually, we were talking about this uh, near the beginning of the show with actually Washington Post and CNN now confirming that the uh, the Biden laptop is legit. Yep. And which what is, that which is, what, what that entails, which isn't just the business shit, because there's there's a lot worse than the business shit that's on that laptop. At, at the at the end of the day, this will likely end up in a special prosecutor, and if it doesn't happen under Biden's watch, it'll happen under the next administration. And oh, under the Harris watch. Be, right, well, probably not. I don't think. Well, I don't mean in 2024. To, I don't think. Uh, I don't think he's going to carry it in 2022, and it wouldn't surprise me if he gets impeached, uh, depending on how much of how much the Dems lose in 2022. Like well, he, yeah. he could be impeached and removed by what's in those those email chains. Right. That's 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 easy. Now you probably be have jailed by what's in those email chains. Well, that's being... impeached and removed, right? Oh. That's that's basically what they have to do. They have to say, hey, yes, there's something here. That's what the Congress has to do. And then the Senate has to confirm that, yep, there is, in fact, something there. And if they prove that, that would, A, be humiliating. But, I mean, the whole thing is already humiliating to the U.S. media. Um, That's already that's already going on. Oh, an there. enormous black eye. To, to have these enormous same people that said that this is, uh, this is bullshit and it's nothing to come back out on the other side of things and say, hey – We've got to talk about this. That that tells you just how big this is. That well, I think that these, you know, I think these the ones who are party to clip, it. The best video clip is when Trump did the sixty minutes interview, and you have the lady there sitting there and saying, "We can't confirm that," and they did confirm it, which means you could have confirmed it. You just chose not to, 
right? That that's where he turns around and he says, "Yeah, what do you mean you can't confirm it? It's it is it is what it is." And they uh, like I think they're going to be struggling with this for for a while. I don't think this is going to be. Uh... The media always wonders why it is that people don't have faith in them. Why it is that we didn't listen to them for? Why COVID, do you guys hate us? Is... As they stab us in the back. Right. And and so you're running into that problem. Truly. Uh, man, Craig went off early. That's all right. Yeah. That's okay. Family stuff. Well, it is what it is. Yeah, I know. I, I I wish I'd caught it earlier. I apologize. I took a nap. And hey, no worries, like, man. No I worries, man. I'm glad my, you were able to make it. The day before I left on on my trip down to Florida, my cat was uh, pissing blood. Oh. So I had to go get him into the vet, and then I had to quickly arrange somebody to take care of him. So there's a whole bunch of chaos for the last. Oh, and I, to next this upcoming week is going to be a series of doctors' visits and court cases on the dog that bit me. Oh. So it's going to be a fun week. Oh yeah, so that wasn't your dog. No, not my dog. Why well, you never really clarified on what happened? I just you just oh, said that you my, got bit by my dog. neighbor's dog ran over. Uh, she she slipped and lost control of the leash. Neighbor's dog ran over, latched onto my arm, and ripped and tore until it was done, as they say in Doom. Oh jeez, yeah, I I just saw the picture and it just looked like you got a real nasty bite or something. Oh, so oh, yeah, no, no, it latched you, you on. You got a little bit of a mauling there. I did get a little bit of a mauling. Wow. That would be, uh, be accurate. Well, yeah. uh, healing up well, I hope? Uh, for the most part, almost done. Uh, some of the, the, the goopy stuff uh, fell off while I was down in Florida, and so I'm sitting there at the uh, at the like the, the wedding brunch or whatever after the ceremony and and whatnot, and it was on the table, and I've never had, like, it's deep enough that you can still – See muscle tissue oh. with the uh, the the gap in the wound because the skin hasn't closed over it. Right. And uh, today I was sitting there on the plane and I pressed down and this uh, I must have my muscle tissue deep down under the skin must have formed a blister and that popped. So Ooh. it's uh, luckily there's nerve damage there, so I uh, I don't feel very much. So it's not too bad. Ah, that's good. That's good because that probably wouldn't have, wouldn't have been the most pleasant of uh, sensations otherwise. I don't think so. No. Ooh. Yeah, no, my my dog, my dog has nipped me in the past, but typically when I jump on him. Okay. So it's kind of understandable. Okay, so... He just, so yeah, that he was... just cries and whines. Well, he's not even grunting. Like, I have him right now, and I'm sitting on top of him, and he just doesn't even care. He just kind of wants to go to bed. <laughs> uh, tired doggo. Understandable. It is, uh, it is late on a Sunday, so you'll have that. It is, it is indeed. I mean, and he's been me, in puppy but... jail all weekend. So, I guess we should, uh... well, we're not going to close out with Ukraine shit, because that's just going to be dark. But I will throw a couple of updates. We are hearing about uh, things out of Bucha, and the massacre out of Bucha. Unfortunately, what is Bucha? Uh, it's a city that was under uh, control of the uh, Russian Federation Army. Up mm. until the 30th of uh, uh, March. Mm. And at that time, there's a number of videos that were released showing the um, like the police, uh, police forces, a uh, number of people going around clearing the place out, uh, you know, getting the um, getting the cars out of the road. There weren't really uh, again, as of the 30th, 
there weren't really a lot of videos there. Nobody was really talking about all the bodies that were everywhere or anything like that. They were basically just cleaning up, uh, you know, all the debris, all the bombed out houses, all the destroyed cars and all that. And then kind of pretty much just today and yesterday, there's been this big, big narrative shift about all these dead bodies that have been found uh, that are apparently the cause of uh, uh, the cause of the Russian Federation, and um, I'm sure they are. Uh, they could be. Now, well, I mean, one way or the other, depending on how you frame it out. I mean, they are. So, you know, that's literally true. But that being said, a lot of the pictures that we're seeing of these folks, um, like they they might have their hands tied behind their backs. It looks like they were executed, maybe tortured. It's terrible. But a lot of them that we see, they might they'll, uh, they'll have a blue or a uh, a white armband, which I mean, what's that? Well, it seems that the individuals that are sporting these armbands were supporters of the Russian military, and they were using those as just a way to to easily get around while it was an occupied territory, just to say, hey, we're you know we're supporters of you, we're not supporters of the Zelensky regime, and. So we see now a lot of those people as bodies. Mm. And sadly, we have a video from one of the Azov leaders. Well, we don't, we don't know if it's a leader. I, I actually can't say. It's a nameless person that's in Azov. But um, his exact words were, Hey, I've got a bunch of these guys over here with blue armbands. Can I just shoot them? And the guy says, uh, this is in Ukrainian. And the guy says, fuck yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know, but there is the very real possibility that there was a purge and that uh, that this wasn't Azov did this just to make Zelensky look good or just to make the Russians look bad. It might be that they've just done some of this horrible shit that we've heard about them doing and now Zelensky, being the media player that he is and being the whiz that he is at this sort of thing, it's like, dead bodies are dead bodies. I don't care. Play it up. I, I mean, I mean that's that's how he's why been playing you? this whole entire thing, right? Exactly, exactly. Why wouldn't? There's no, there's why no wouldn't difference. You? A dead body's a dead body, and it plays great for the fucking cameras. You know, a blowed up tank's a blowed up tank. Never mind that. Now, you know, the downside, the downside to this is that these kinds of things do come out in the end. So, well, and sometimes during, like here and now. As, and again, well, as I say, so, no, I'm I just mean, making I mean, the, allegations the, here too. I don't the, know the truth. The truth always comes out, right? This is this is the problem that folks on the left have, is that they think that they can control the narrative. But you know, it, it, it was covered, I think, best in uh, in Firefly or, or Serenity, the movie, where they turn around and say, they, "You can't stop the signal mill," and that's the truth. It doesn't. It, it's not. It's not a question of the left looks at it as propagandists and people that oppose them and this, that, and the next thing. And it's not. The bottom line is there's a whole lot of people who don't really care. They they just do their job. And in that scenario, uh, whether it's it's hackers or uh, weaponized tism of the internet, they they have people who will figure out the truth, and the truth does come out. And so what we deal with right now is this kind of bifurcation of the timeline where the left is sitting there and advocating one position early on 
and then they hope that they can buy enough time for it to blow up in their face. The truth is with the Ukrainian stuff, the uh, the Ukrainian stuff has been reversed typically within two weeks. So we're, we're staying kind of within the living memory. And it's going to be very, very hard if they do find out that this was some sort of genocide or purge that uh, it's going to be very hard for them to, to keep that up. Well, I right, mean, because... take uh, take for instance the um, the biolabs narrative. You know, mm-hmm. in within three days, you know that narrative fell apart. Right. It's like there's there's no such thing. There's no such there aren't any there. And then Victoria Newland herself, uh, I don't know if she slipped or what, but it's like yeah, we've got them there, and you know we're very worried about them falling into the hands of Russians. Like, oh, why would you say this? Why would well, you not I mean, say that they were already extant labs that that existed? And just leave it at that with the scrubbed DOD data and all that. You've already gone to the trouble of scrubbing the scrubbing all the links. They're not there anymore. Just say what you need to say. Don't spill the beans, woman. But well, again, this is this is one of the problems that you have. So, so the classic the classic argument, and again, I'm going to cite um, cite some Penn and Teller here, is whenever you're talking about conspiracies, the the primary argument against conspiracy theorists is really that you have to keep an ar- a small army worth of people quiet about reality, and that's not going to happen, right? You just you can't you can barely keep five people quiet well, uh, to never tell a single soul about what happened. Well, sure. I mean, look how long it took for MK Ultra to get out. I mean, that was just uh, that was just right before Trump came into uh, office, actually. Well, Did I mean, we they, finally get confirmation of MK Ultra for a while? Oh yeah, everybody had. Well, not everybody, but I mean, it's been a thing in popular media and you know, right. especially in conspiracy circles for ages. But there well, was I'm no talk sure of they had it. Documents uh, in the '90s about it. Oh yeah, right? yeah. I like, mean, leaks, but nothing official. But then, then it comes out officially, and it's like, oh, well, see, see, motherfuckers told you. I'm pretty sure that that they've had uh, they had that. As official a lot longer than that. Like, I'm pretty sure we covered that as part of the psych classes. Uh, it was, they, they talked oh, about you're probably the right. documents. I, I just like using MKUltra because it's one of the ones that's like, uh, actually, no, no, you're right. That one, I, was that one, that might have been in the 90s. Yeah, it, they, they released that pretty early on. Yeah, well, I, I like using that one because it was one of the big deal conspiracies. You're a crazy kook if you say this is real. Because that one had such a huge, like when I was a child, that one was, uh, was you know one of the the crazy ones like UFOs. Which that one we've only just recently got. Well, hey, yeah, there there are these things they call them UAPs. Yeah, they defy what we understand physics to be capable of. And also, there's seven pages of redacted information that we're not including in this release. Also regarding shapes and functions, which we only just found out about. So. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's not really a surprise, right? Most likely, those things are are just uh, test cases from other militaries. But I sincerely hope not. I sincerely hope not, because that would mean that other militaries have vehicles that are capable of using and producing more power than all of our uh, stations. Seen anything that suggests that actually? Uh, if we look at the Tic Tac videos that the uh, Air Force pilot that was on Rogan confirmed, it's it's moving too fast and making it's cornering and moving too fast to be using anything less than like 
I, I don't know the actual units of measure you would have to use. I mean, beyond I'll have to go terawatts. look that up. I, I'd have to go look that up. Uh, using any extant technology, it would require a, a, a horrifying amount of energy to make something move that way. I mean, mm-hmm. you can do it. Our, our technology today can do it, but you're going to use basically the Earth's output of power every second or so. And that's I'll, just... I'll have to look that one up. Now, I'm, I'm generalizing because obviously I'm not an engineer. But yeah, I thought I'm... the Tic Tac video was a military test of optics equipment, and they had essentially a missile that they were trying to track with this thing. And uh, it had like a predetermined flight path, and it was actually doing the predetermined flight path. And the key was that uh, the Tic Tac video was more about, for the military, it was more about the ability of the gimbal system to track the object. That's what I thought. I'll have to go double-check this. No, that's going to be your narrative-based story. So, that that would be your weather balloon story, essentially, if you will. To whatever actually happened. And uh, that being said, there isn't really an answer to what actually happened. There's just more questions but they certainly lead in a uh, decidedly different direction. Huh. It's just that uh, to do these things that these, um, if they are craft, if they are uh, moving at these rates and making corrections at these rates, it's going to require staggering amounts of power, the likes of which could, you know, fuel all of America forever, easily. And if another nation has that power, then they've got technology that's that they're not telling us about that could do things that are quite staggering. Like, you know, they're going to be able to do laser liftoffs or anti-grav technology or any number of other things. So let us hope it's not another country. God for fucking bit. Because that means we're so far behind the curve that why even bother trying? Hmm. I mean, to be fair. But I have got some actual good news. In, uh, uh, well, actually, I've got some very, I don't know if it's good news. Well, it is for, uh, it is for freedom-loving peoples. So, uh, a RAND study out of 2,000, uh, sorry, 27,900, uh, quote-unquote gun control studies, 123 met rigorous scientific standards. Yep, that sounds about right. So... I'll put a link to this. This is out of the uh, Truth About Guns. I'll drop it in the uh, staff chat as well so you can check it out yourself. But I'll put that uh, also in the show links as well for anybody that wants to follow through. But basically, it goes back to that uh, that disingenuity in you know these uh, these groups that just kind of hate human rights or free speech or uh, you know, the right well, to it, their arms or any of these. The, the issue that you have is it, there, there's a whole bunch of confounding variables that lead to poor scientific practice and that's that's the issue that we have we have publish or perish so you have scientists who need to get a quickie paper off in order to keep their their position at a at a university or a school uh there is the funding of government grants which tends to be in favor of government objectives so when you have things like the obama administration in for eight years which is you know not abnormal or unrealistic guess what they're not going to fund anything that's skeptical of climate change so they come in in 2008, I think... Um, Certainly didn't it? help uh, that their numbers actually ended up being that, but yeah. 
being what? Skeptical of climate change. Well, so much so that they had to move around the uh, the decimal. They didn't points. publish their actual numbers. They, right. They they chose they chose to ignore their obligatory finding reporting thing and instead print numbers that are much more favorable to their cause. Um, but yeah, so so that's and they you know they violated all of the they violated all the stuff that they outlaid as the baseline for assumptions going in yeah so, so that's a separate issue but when you have um when you have the obama administration pushing on climate change or something like that they're funding it in that direction uh they're funding when they do the gun control studies do you have a great idea for a study that's likely to prove something well yeah you've decided to do a study on gun violence well you've already sat there and uh, eliminated violence as an overall category uh, and instead, you've decided to go with gun control versus gun violence instead of sitting there and evaluating whether or not homicide rates as a whole go down. You just evaluate whether homicide rates committed by guns go down. You run into all of these other things that are really quick, easy, dirty studies to pull off. They don't really contribute anything, but it requires people who actually have a scientific basis who step in and say, no, you've been overly selective. Right, you you've you've filtered the data down to the point where it's useless. You're sitting there and and making very broad generalizations on a very narrow set of data, and that's a very dis difficult discussion to have. Trying to explain to people uh, why climate change is a problem requires you know kind of a base understanding not just of science but physics. Coming through the SciComm portion of uh, why it's a bullshit theory is is very hard to do because it requires explaining uh, advanced concepts to people when they're being told a simplistic message. So this is it's not a surprise that the gun control thing comes back the way it is, right? And and now also you also have the other problem where skeptics uh, tend not to be particularly well informed. I got to my mother is is particularly religious even though I'm an atheist. And uh, I got to play atheist answer this. Would you would you please at at the uh, the wedding reception? So it's those those kinds of things you run into climatologists basically sitting there and blowing off actual criticism because a lot of the people who are making it are retarded. But Steve, you can't be a good person. You don't worship Jesus. It wasn't even that. It was weird stuff. Oh really? Right? Like yeah, it was weird stuff. It was explain how they found a, a gold necklace and a lump of coal, and uh, I'm like, I I've never heard of that, right? Like, it's, there's a there's a whole list of standard theological arguments that you're supposed to kind of deal with that they float through, and this wasn't that. This was like, hey, I found footprints and dinosaur tracks, which I do know because that came out of like a creation is study at the time, and they did actually walk back and say, yeah, no, that didn't that didn't actually happen. It was like this preliminary thing, and it just so happens that humans crossed a river routinely at the same point that dinosaurs crossed a river, and they weren't the same age, and that was actually the conclusion of the Creationist Institute, because they were hoping it was going to be something, but uh, it turned out not to be. Um, so it was it was stuff like that, and then there's uh, the map of the Pyrrhus map, or, or Pyrrhus map, you know, how did they discover Antarctica uh, back in the 1500s? When, and you look at it, you're like, well, they didn't really – it doesn't look like they actually discovered Antarctica. It looks like they mapped Patagonia, and it just – you know, it's at the bottom of the map, and the orientation is all screwed up. It was just weird shit, constant weird shit, uh, shotgunning. You know, you try to pin them down on a topic, and uh, 
and say no 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 we i do this you know you do this thing with the, with that i did with my sister where i'm starting to say hey if you're going to make the argument that we should highlight these these people that is definite the definition of discrimination if you are going to pull, pull these people at a proportion that's dispropor- disrepresentative of the actual population available to you that is discrimination by its definition you try to do the same thing with religious people and you say, look, it's either 100% accurate and true, which was one claim you'd get with something like the map, or there's inaccuracies and it's not 100% true and therefore your claim is bullshit, right? Well, you got to remember, you got to remember, Steve, magic isn't real. It is not real and doesn't exist and you better not do it. You better not yep. do it. It's not yep. real, but you better not do it. That's exactly right. It's those kinds of things. So that was what I was dealing with. Um, not like traditional theological arguments. It was. Oh wow, that sounds kind of weird. Explain this, atheist. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? How did the Sumerians suddenly disappear? I don't fucking know. Like, <laughs> I wasn't there. <laughs> what? What? What do you mean suddenly disappear? Well, we have records. We have no records of their rise, and and they just kind of disappeared. And I'm like, okay, so a civilization disappeared, and they didn't keep particularly good records at their foundation. Not exactly a mystery there. <laughs> no, no, no. I didn't say they disappeared. We have records of their fall. Okay, so you have records of their fall. Then what's your point? Oh, we don't have records of their rise. Okay. Earliest civilization on the record books didn't keep particularly good records. Got it. There's your answer. No, 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 no. We have records from them. I'm like, well, then what's your point? <laughs> like, I'm like, pick a lane, bro. I don't care which one it is, but like... Like, well, how how come Adam's Bridge isn't mentioned in the Bible, but in the Vedas it tells us what it's made of, and then when we look at it, it's made of the same stuff. But anyway, yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. Oh. Like, isn't there an Adam in, in your book? I thought there, there... Isn't there an Adam in there? I swear there is. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 weird. So, stuff stuff like that. It was, it was, it was bizarre shit, man. The, uh, so there's, there oh, was, wild. the funny part is my, my mother has a hippie friend, does Reiki and all this other, like, crystals, the whole bit, and this guy comes over and he's, he starts to play, answer this atheist, and she turns around and goes, yeah, when they come together, it's just a bunch of conspiracy theorists doing conspiracy theory things. I'm like, okay. When, when the hippie Reiki person tells me that this guy is out there, you're like, all right. Whoa, okay. This, this is going to be fun. All right, fair enough, fair enough. We are not starting at point zero. We're starting at point negative thirty. Yeah, yeah. You're not even like you're not even on flat Earth area here. You're like you're on like Earth is a simulation, but the stars are still round, kind of level there. Oh yeah, it was it was special. My mother was like, "What did you think of John?" I'm like, "Well, I don't think he's playing with a full deck of cards." <laughs> Either that, or maybe even trying to play a. Uh... You know, uh, maybe he brought his chess pieces to, uh, you know, a game of cards. Help. Help. You'll have that every now and then. It it is. It was indeed very strange. But that was fun. I always like it. I like playing Guess This Atheist. I really do. Um, I just just like it when they they actually have a a point that you can nail down. Because if they don't then you can never win. And everybody likes to play the game of not having to stay in one spot. Yeah, fair. 
So in a somewhat, uh, well, I guess it's not exactly somewhat. I guess to the to the segue topic I used, it's somewhat related. But uh, the Fifth Circuit Court has ruled against New Jersey in the First Amendment case of defense distributed. What the uh, government's been trying to do in this uh, situation is basically just drag it out, throw it into every favorable court that they possibly can for every single piece of litigation. And what has been ruled here is that it's all one case. So it's all going to one court, uh, the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals, uh, by way of New Jersey, which, you know, not necessarily the best uh, circuit to be going through, but, you know, if it makes it to SCOTUS, it makes it to SCOTUS. And we have a fairly reasonable mix at the moment, uh, barring, you know, any... uh, any upcoming map enthusiasts that might make their way into SCOTUS. So on that note, uh, any listeners, do contact your representatives. Let them know that um, you don't want uh, you don't want people that like maps to be on uh, SCOTUS, that cartographers of uh, any variety don't need to be on SCOTUS. We need judges and law people. No maps. No, you should maps. definitely open up the conversation and say cartographers shouldn't be appointed to the Supreme Court. I'm sure they'll take you very, very seriously. Well, actually, that's a better end than just saying, you know, <laughs> hey, there's this pedophile. <laughs> you know, I mean, to oh be fair, God. then again, you could just be like, okay, so listen, there's this pedophile. I mean, whatever works for you, you know, just uh, tailor your message, as it were, you know, know your audience. It's your representative, not mine. In my case, I said, hey, uh, buddy, I I don't think that you can get somebody in here that's you know going to be this supportive of pedophilia. It's just not really safe for our society. But, you know, as as I say, tailor your message. You know, know who you're speaking to. Maybe you need to speak up to them. Maybe you need to speak down to them. Just let them know that we don't need uh, people that actively endanger our children and our society to be sitting on the Supreme Court. Just saying. Because we can be fair. This lady is probably no fan of human rights. If she's been this uh, light on... I don't know, this light on pedophiles, then she's probably going to be that light on people who want to take away the rights from adults as well as children. To be fair. <sighs> yeah. I, I again, I think that she's preeminently qualified. Um, I think that there's a serious discussion to be had on uh, whether or not we want activist judges, and I do think that this qualifies under the headline of an activist judge. Oh, certainly. Right. Ar- I mean, arbitrarily. Just to put that, just to put that out there, yeah. I mean, absolutely, yes. She is certainly an activist judge. Nothing remotely similar to a constitutional originalist. Right. So 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 ultimately this comes down to like I have less of an issue with what she ruled on uh and more to do with the sentencing guidelines, right? Because if you again and and we talked about this uh I don't think we had a session last week. Um but we did we did uh we did one the week before and I I said the same thing then which is I don't have an issue with arguing against or arguing for shorter sentences. I do have an issue if the uh, of the interpretation of the law. So in the event that we turn around and we have a collective society have voted on something, 
we have elected representatives that have decided this is the way it should be. We have written this into our laws, and we haven't changed it. It is not the place of a judge to change sentencing guidelines unless there were they had a legitimate constitutional point, and uh, in this case, there wasn't one. No, not at all. It right. seems it's entirely just a personal choice. Right. So, so if it's a personal choice, now again, that's an just the appearance. Judge, maybe there is it, more, but to, maybe. to that same statement, she hasn't provided any compelling evidence that that's the case. Yep. None. None, none. And and at the end of the day, it looks like she just didn't like the sentencing guidelines, which is not to say that I, – I, I know that we on the show like to be a little bit hyperbolic sometimes because we're trying to be entertaining. Oh, you uh, did but, miss this, by the way, at the early part of the show. Uh, did I? There was one thing that kind of really sticks out just lately. There were eight specific cases wherein the uh, – wherein the pornography that was possessed by the uh, perpetrators was of a most egregious nature, including torture and BDSM. Really? Yes. Huh. And she went well, well below any sort of uh, called-for sentencing. So it appears that she isn't really making any bones of the um, severity of the content, which well, feels so, inappropriate so, but... to me. Again, and I don't, I don't know. Here's the issue that I have. I think that she has a rational basis for dropping the sentencing, right? I, that's that's where I stand. Uh, that being said, uh, I don't know if I would agree with how little of a sentence she gave, and I think that that's not her judgment call when we have sentencing guidelines and prosecutors recommending stuff that's already shortened. So, so her basis for dropping the sentencing, and again, I'm going to, to try to reiterate this to the best of my ability, her basis is that in a world in which we can make an infinite number of copies at zero cost, right, uh, compared with a, the world that we originally had where basically if you were getting kitty porn, you were going to the guy who made kitty porn to get the tape, right? I'm sure there were clubs, and I'm sure there was tape swapping, but the uh, the effort that had to go into making each and every individual copy of the content was significantly greater than, you know, basically uploading it to a torrent site, which is what we're talking about today. Uh, that that being an, said... That is an accurate point, yes. Right, so, so, so the... When you, when you consider the, the scope, the reach, the... Uh, the proximity to the victim, um, all of those are actually very good points that she makes. Yeah, and I, 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 I can think... see where the argument that some make that uh, this does no further harm down the line, like your your vouchers, right. for instance, right. that say this stuff's already been created, there is no further harm that is done by right. this. This is where you can you can understand where a person makes that argument, whether you agree with it or not. Right. That being said, that is separate from the sentencing guidelines. That is a point that should be raised when you are evaluating whether you want to change the guidelines. It is a perfectly valid point. It is something that our legislature should vote on. It is something that should go through the correct process, and it is not something that should be entirely in the hands of a judge. Now, having said and, that, I actually uh, I didn't get to go over this with Craig earlier, and I had meant to. There is... Um, because this has come up in some cases, 
if you are not actively doing the searching and something comes up, uh, my understanding is if there are things in your thumbnail cache or things that have just loaded by nature of your browsing, say you're somebody that goes on 4chan, you're probably going to have seen some horrible things you never wanted to see. Just because you've seen these things and it otherwise might have been a crime, it is not if it was a matter of happenstance. So if in your right. cache you've got like this thumbnail or this image that you did not intend to load or had not gone to, then it's not a crime. Now, that being said, you might be looking at a you had to shoot somebody in self-defense kind of situation to defend against it. But there is that defense there and you are not legally obligated for this crime that you did not commit. Right. And 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 we run into uh, there's a whole bunch of other interesting nuanced things there. Uh, you know, as a, as an example, I actually knew somebody who had kitty porn on his computer and you go, "Oh my god, you knew a pedophile." He wasn't. At least not not that I'm aware of, right? Uh, this was back in the old days, 2004, 2000 or 2004, 2005, 2006. Uh, did he order a uh, used your... government uh, hard drive or something? Uh, n well, so so you know, this was back uh, the inter the inter like inter school network or your torrent browsers where you download a big old file full of porn, and it wasn't like it wasn't it wasn't in the day of Pornhub where you go on and you get your thumbnail for the video, the video description, blah blah blah. There's moderators. This was the Pirate Bay days of pornography where you turn around and you're like, yeah, I want to see redheads. <laughs> And, and you'll get this big old folder and you'll download way more than you ever need because half of it's going to be infected with a virus. Uh, another half or probably half of it's going to be infected with a virus that you're going to have to purge. 25% of it's not going to load properly anyways because the file's going to come in incomplete. And then you get this uh, this this very small remainder that you go through. And so he uh, he downloaded a, a large quantity of pornography for his, his personal enjoyment. And some of that had kiddie porn images and... And somehow, back in the day, they uh, they they were searching through all of the devices that were connected to the network, and it had like a tag or something like that that was associated with it that they picked up. Again, this is this is way 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 back when, and so he got kicked off school for that. Now, I I'm not saying that that's an unjust thing, right? Again, there's there's always this. How did you get that on your computer? Because I have yet to accidentally watch Kitty Born. Um, I have been on Twitter where people send me shit, and uh, that stuff got reported to the FBI immediately. Um, so yeah, so it's like, funny the amount of things you, that show up on the clear web on Twitter. If you uh, if you send me kitty porn images, I will directly reach out to the FBI. Just as a uh, go ahead, send them, send them my way, and the FBI will get a get a nice, good, solid shot as to who sent them to me. Well, uh, hey, so, I uh, I think there's a. Uh... I think there's a couple of places that have uh, Hunter's laptop. Just saying. Anyway. Um, yeah. Well, you know, I, I, I mean, there, there is. I've seen some stuff that I, I, I uh, there are certain images that got shown to me back in the Gamergate days as shock content by somebody who had a little egg profile picture, and um, that was horrifying, and I couldn't unsee it, and it took two or three days to get over it because it's, it's a bit traumatic when you see things that are. I, Again, not kitty porn. I've managed. Actually, no. I clicked on something that somebody said, I can't believe this shit is still up on Twitter. And that was a very bad decision to click that link. Right? It was somebody who was trying to get advocacy against it. And you click this, and I'm like, all right, what the hell is this? This is going to be some, 
some, I think uh, I it, may know what image shit? you're talking about. I think I may I, remember it that. Was, it was like a whole account, and you're just like, oh my god. Uh, it, it loaded once, and that got sent to the FBI as well. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> well, there, there's the other thing. Like, you accidentally open up something like this. You're not at fault for having done that. You didn't right. go there seeking this out. And you certainly didn't go Absolutely. to the purpose of saving it somewhere or something yep, like that. Yep. That, that. And that shit goes straight to the FBI. I have no qualms about it, right? You, uh, you want to send me kitty porn? Go right ahead. Go straight to the FBI. All right, that's no stop. Oh, that goes off to the FBI. Because the FBI has a Twitter account. Uh, though they never responded to anything. I'm still assuming that, you know, you send them stuff and they probably do review it or at least have some sort of algorithm that reviews their feed of uh, reporting. But, yep. So, so like, when it comes down to... But the point, the point I'm getting at is that when we start talking about these things, I can see a case for arguing that the replication of an image uh, in the digital age is not as egregious as replicating a VHS tape because the distribution uh, the, you are significantly further removed from the creation of the content than uh, than than you would have otherwise been when the laws were created the, all of that I, I think is actually a sane and rational argument I don't begrudge her that in any way shape or form I think that, that there's a, a case to be made for lawmakers I think that it should have gone through that I don't think it is of her purview to arbitrarily choose um, I mean it, she does get to be judge right but she doesn't necessarily get to be executioner especially when we already have sentencing guidelines well right? just we like you said earlier this, this spells out with absolute clarity that she is an activist judge. Yes. That's that's kind of where where I sit on the issue. Like one now, way again, or the other, she's taken a position on something she has. that that the position is already set. Yes. She just needs to decide where any situation falls on the side of that decision that has previously been made. Right. And she's making up her own mind. And that's well, it, not it, her it, place as a judge. And when you start, when you look at it again, the sentencing guidelines were like ten years, um, or 120 months, I think is what it what they did, but ten years. Uh, and the prosecutors recommended 12 to 24 months. They were at 10 to 20 percent of the sentencing guidelines, so they had already reduced the crime. And she decided to take that to uh, I believe three it was months. Eight. Was it three? I thought it was three. Oh, it was it was ridiculously. Wow. I thought it was eight. Yeah. But no, uh, wow. if it was, I could be wrong. Maybe I read. No, it you wrong. very well Maybe might be right. Typo. You you very well but might be right because I I, I read it recently. as I, I read it as one fortieth of the sentencing guidelines, which is Good so God. far outside the norm. It's it's not even and and you know you you get Craig on here right, and Craig is going to say there's only one cure for pedophiles, and that's two bullets. And uh, he had, he does have a point. The research shows consistently across the board that people who are pedophiles do not, like, grow out of it. And, uh, I, you know, obviously I haven't gone trying to seek out what the fuck he, this guy was watching. But the people who are willing to download kitty porn, who actively seek out kitty porn, are okay with the concept of what occurred to create the kitty porn. So there's there is a psych psychology element of yeah these are bad people and this is a perfectly good thing to discuss publicly this is not something that i'm okay with a judge you know making up her own rules as she goes along 
It's not her place you, uh, to do so. Right. If now, if they had turned around in this case, if this was a case where she turned around and ruled that no no jail time was appropriate because, uh, you know, uh, it was a, a violation of the Fourth Amendment. You know, they legally obtained this guy's computer records. I would actually be much more on board with, you know, she upheld the law because ultimately, if you get caught being a pedophile, you're going to get caught again being a pedophile. And so they might have slipped through this time, but I don't want to see the police organizations and, and the law enforcement well, that's an excellent point you make out of the Constitution. That's a really right? good point there, actually, because if you've caught the guy, but it's on, on a fluke, then yep. you, you're going to catch him. Or you did it wrong. Yeah, you did I mean, it the wrong way. You're in a you're in a John Wayne Gacy situation. It's like you're you're gonna get him. You're just yep. you just gotta watch him. Just gotta wait. They'll fuck up again, because that's not that's not a, a thing that goes away. So so like I, I guess when you start looking at it, there's there are there are cases to be made to throw the entire thing out based on uh, violations of constitutional rules. If um, no, this, rights, this is a, all that uh, of stuff. course in a hypothetical. Too, this because. is a, this is a hypothetical, but when you start talking about making the the call about why you think the sentence is too harsh, and that judgment is based on the uh, the the development of technology and media, uh, I agree that there is a debate to be had there, but that is a debate that is not for a judge. That is for everyone else, right? You're not the judge is not supposed to the judge is supposed to look at the facts. They are supposed to evaluate the law, and they are supposed to take into account the sentencing guidelines and come up with what society has already decided is the right action, um, not to go out on a limb and decide that society is wrong and they get to impose their own view. That's that's where I have an issue. So I, I, I don't know if I would go around calling her a pedophile lover or anything like that. I understand... Uh, the point that she's made, I can understand where Vosh comes in. I'm not sure I agree with him on the whole entire thing, but I, you know, I can't quite go as far as Craig with the only cure for pedophiles is two bullets, though I do understand where he comes from for that. Um, I also just don't think that, you know, I don't think what she did was appropriate, but I don't think it's justification that she is somehow in favor of pedophilia. Well, my own comments are, I have said that she has enabled pedophiles, and, well, there's certainly no arguing that. That's that's not an unreasonable perspective, and that's one of the problems that you have is, are we punishing people? So, so the, this goes back to, like, sentencing and guidelines and the purpose of prison and, and you know, whatever it is that you're doing. Is there a value in prison, which is... Uh, should we be using prison sentences to deter crime? Is that is that an appropriate use of prison? Oh, yeah. I mean, right? to be fair, we should actually be trying to re rehabilitate people, but that's basically a, a dead on arrival. No one gives a fuck about that other right. than a and, tiny and, handful of people, and none of them are in government. And that is, that is by the way, a, uh, a much more advanced uh, – a much more advanced discussion about the role of crime and punishment and how we punish and what we do and what we do right and what we do wrong. Um, jail or the or, or the penitentiary is a very religious concept. You are supposed to go into these large structures and, you know, come to Jesus, uh, if you will. And so the, the idea of a prison sentence 
was to basically ha give you enough time to reflect on what you did. Um, ultimately, what we've seen consistently time and time again is prison sentences just make you better criminals yes, when you come yeah, out of the, in, the Instead of saving people, it's become they, uh, it's con college. They, right. And, and, you know, there are people who make mistakes and they go into prison and then their entire life, not only does it ruin their life, but it prevents them from ever getting a foothold ever again. And so there's there's other bases to sit there and discuss um, limitations on prison. And all of those are actually very good uh, positions that the left does take, uh, though they don't tend to advocate them clearly because they're, they're obsessed with race and gender and whatever else. They're not really articulating the point of prison's ineffective. Well, you know what? Uh, I can actually quote a... Uh... An unfortunately lost musician, Brad Knoll. It's uh, ah, it's a good one. It's a good one. Let me see here. Can I remember this line exactly? Oh. It's okay. Ah, uh, yeah. No, it's a good one. Ah, man. I want to quote it Don't worry. Be happy. No, it's not that. It's um, If you look at the streets, it wasn't about Rodney King. It's this fucked up situation and these fucked up police. Yeah, I'd uh, I'd uh, I'd agree with that, and I even say that that a lot of BLM is is in that category. That being said, you know they keep on rallying behind trash human beings. Let's so. let us clarify your statement a little bit, and I'm sure you're going to agree with me. A lot of the rank and file supporters of BLM. Because if we were I, saying I, BLM, because if we're being honest, that organization was formed specifically for the dissolution of black families and the uh, support of communism. I mean, that's in their found, foundational statements. I, I, I would agree that is in their foundational stuff. Um, but yeah, the rank and file, right? That's, yeah, that's, sure. I mean, again, when, when we don't start, want to do bad I, science here. That. Right. I will. I will agree with that. That's that's a reasonable statement. Absolutely. A lot of them do have a basis and do have uh, do have stuff to talk about. Like, do we actually you know, I think some points that they made is do we really need police to respond to everything? The difficulty I have is at the end of the day, crazy motherfuckers are going to be crazy and you don't know which one's going to sit there and prevent you from going home to your kid. And ultimately, I will shed far fewer tears for uh you know a crazy motherfucker being crazy than i will for a police officer uh not going home to their kid because they decided not to squeeze that trigger um i will i would definitely feel a lot more bad about somebody doing their job that i have paid for them to go do than for the individual who has decided to be ass blasted on drugs doing stupid shit uh i will feel feel much more sorry for the cop not that I have an issue with drugs, just, you know, the people who cause problems when they're on it. Or because they're trying to get money to be on it. Right. And, and again, you know, Black Lives Matter, it, when you talk about the salient points, uh, A, while, while there's, uh, there's, there's different racial rates of commissions of crimes and those absolutely play and, and recidivism and all of that stuff. And I think uh, I remember reading a paper. I've got to find it. I really do because it was a great paper. They they had one they had an error in their conclusion, but it was a great paper on um, sentencing and race. And they they concluded that uh, the sentence was due to race, 
but they actually narrowed it down to like a 10% discrepancy in overall sentencing. And then they, they had a throwaway sentence in their, the middle of their paper that says that they didn't uh, control that. Like they controlled for almost everything. The one thing that they did say was uh, regional sentencing has a significant impact on, uh, on the actual sentence length. And there are regional differences between white and black people and where they live and what court system they're going through. Oh, yeah. uh, but they didn't acknowledge that as potentially affecting that 10% difference that they finally calculated once they controlled oh, wow. for all of the other variables. Yeah, that is, that's a little dirty. It, well, it's, it's not, again, you're talking about taking a, a, a 70% discrepancy and narrowing it down to 10% by controlling all the variables. And then, and this is in a field that's, uh, you know, coming out of like psychology and sociology. These are people that are 96% liberals. Sitting there and getting that far with that paper is a, oh, a, fair a point godsend, then. right? Like, I, I can, I'm not saying, you know, I would have gone back to them and said, hey, what's, I, I get, I get that you, you drew your conclusion that there's a 10% discrepancy, but you've also identified this. So, you know, maybe you should say that at what we've been able to narrow down to is a 10% discrepancy, and it's not clear whether or not it's caused by race or some factor that we didn't control for in our study. That's the appropriate line. They didn't use that line, but I will, uh, I will begrudge them that because they did a lot of other really good work in that 60 some odd page paper. Um, but when you start talking about it, there are, we, we can control for all of that, but there are some definite cases where maybe what we should be using is social workers instead of police. Uh, maybe we should be sitting there and evaluating what our prisons are actually supposed to be doing. Maybe we should be evaluating the, the corporate nature of our prisons because a lot of them are for profit, and that's questionable as to how valuable that is. Uh, but at the same time, the counterpoints to those are when you take a look at where we started seeing the rise in incarcerations back in the 1970s and 1980s, that trend radically reduced crime during the same period of time. So crime was at a level that people thought was out of control. They voted for much stricter prison uh, prison policies, and that resulted in a reduction of crime to levels that were uh, basically – almost nothing for all intents and purposes well, in comparison to where they were in the 70s and the 80s. Well, you basically have two options. You either take control of the situation at the state level or you allow people to take care of the situation themselves. Yep. You have these are your two options. And if well, you want to stop one or the other, you can, but you can't stop both. The 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 challenge, the the fundamental challenge is whether or not um, whether or not we can reduce sentencing and still get the same crime reduction. Because the theory for crime reduction at the time was uh, it was broken window policing, right? It was the idea that if we uh, – if you have a broken window, it will it, – it, this is a gross simplification. It but is, the idea and I know the studies that, you're talking about, and they do actually back this up, but please go ahead. They They do. The idea is that if you have a broken window at a facility, then somebody coming by and breaking another window is not a crisis. So they put police into areas that were already high crime, and if they crack down on little stupid incidents, it would prevent 
uh, larger scale crimes. And by the way, this is actually a model that gets used for, for ocean safety and nuclear compliance and all the other stuff. Control the incidents at the lowest level possible, and that reduces your risk of, of large scale incidents. The problem is that doesn't necessarily seem to correlate. You just get a lot of like lower, you get less, you have a, essentially a, a pyramid structure or a triangle structure at the top you have the shit that you really want to avoid somewhere in the middle is the stuff that's really kind of a, a nuisance and a major issue and the stuff at the bottom is stuff that you know it, it isn't it isn't necessarily a big deal it'd be like your near misses you know somebody's kind of destroyed something but not really like anything major you know they they walk around and they they uh they tag a building or something like that sure. right and then you go up to the moderate thing where they come in and they say smash a mailbox and then you get to the 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 top tier and obviously there's a pretty big leap here where they go and they mug somebody or they rob somebody and i'm sure you could go up into the the rape and murder category as the pinnacle which is if you allow if you sit there and you you control down to the level where people are not allowed to tag buildings anymore and you control that as a crime and you throw people in jail for it, there will be less people that are, are promulgating through the system and doing worse and worse things. There's some truth to that, uh, but you still tend to get the, the murders and the rape rates and, and all the stuff that you really, really want to avoid at all costs because the people who are going to do that are going to do that regardless, and they're not the same people who are necessarily tagging buildings. So you cast this really wide net, you put a lot more people in prison than you technically needed to. And there's there's great discussions on that that could be had with blm that i would be happy to sit down with their people and say you know i agree with some of this but you're not going to convince me that george floyd is somehow a fucking saint because the dude was doing a goddamn speedball and he died because of his own decisions right or much less a <clears throat> you know a, a guy that's wanted on uh a rape warrant that reaches into a car that he's recently stolen for a knife. Yep. Yep. And ends up getting shot for it. Yep. Or, or the, the, uh, the was it Breonna Taylor who was, you know, they were going for sympathy for who happened to be not just a drug dealer's girlfriend, but holding money for a variety of different gangs there that basically used her as a mini bank and laundering money. And there's a whole bunch of other stuff there. Now, that, now, now I will personally say in that specific case, it, I think that one played out fine in the courts all around. It, I am, didn't I I have no complaints with any of the results of any of the cases. The fact that uh the officer was cleared is I think appropriate. I yep. I don't support no-knock warrants. They're a fucking travesty. They shouldn't yes, happen they ever ever yep. ever ever ever. I think that every no-knock warrant, every no-knock uh warrant that's enacted should result in, you know, are we at two hours? These yeah, we're at two hours. I think no that every warrant. no knock. Well, this wasn't a no knock. No, no, it wasn't. No, execute. it wasn't. It was played they, off they as knocked. a no knock warrant earlier on. They, it yeah, was a full on proper deal. It was a proper deal, and not but only I just, that, I do just want to make longer than the normal amount of time. No, they did. They did everything right. They they determined that she was fat and wouldn't be able to move her ass to the door quick enough to answer, so they gave her an additional forty seconds. 
uh, beyond what they normally would have done. So there was a solid uh, – they either waited for 40 seconds or they – normally it's – I was listening to the interview with the, the cop who was there. Uh, normally it's 10 seconds. They knock for 10 seconds, and then they breach the door because they can't – you know, you'll, you might be trying to flush evidence or whatever. But you'll get 10 seconds to come to the door uh, or respond to the cops. And uh, in this case, they gave her 40 seconds because she was fat. Uh, so, sure. so, like, they did everything that they were supposed to do. And it ended exactly how you expect when they open fire through the door and they use the girl as a human shield. Right? She she caught the bullets. Indeed she did. And the boyfriend, not knowing specifically that it was the cops, was not charged. Well, yep. uh, no, 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 no. Sorry, 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 sorry. No, he was absolutely no, he, charged. He was, he he was, was charged. found not guilty. So, so like, and, and to, to specify here in his, what his defense was and what the cops actually attested to was that it is normal for gangbangers to rob other gangbangers by pretending to be the police. They show up, they knock on the door, pretend it's a warrant, and when you open the door, they rob your ass. So, so him not, you know, even though it's them calling out that they're police properly identifying, doing everything they're supposed to be doing, he doesn't technically know. Now, had that drawn out any farther than that very initial moment, I would have to completely, I would have to amend that. I mean, I don't like cops and all, but I mean, to be fair, then it becomes a firefight. It was not yep. a firefight. He offered his initial shots and then he laid down his gun. So, yep. you know, and and the the cops offered their initial shots and Breonna there was caught in the crossfire. Yeah. And that sucks. It that does. sucks. It right? truly you know, does. It's, it's always sad. It's always sad to lose any human life, regardless of who they are. Um, that being said, I'm not going to sit there and rally to somebody who's basically a giant piece of human garbage. Yeah. We're, I mean, we're not dealing with a Philandro Castile moment here, you know, where we've we, got we are... where we've got a guy who's got a concealed carry license who's not done anything wrong, who's maybe yes. a little skeezed out because it's the cops, and you get skeezed out when it's the cops, and you've been fed these lies all your life that cops kill black people, cops kill black people, you know, because that's what you've heard. You know, you actually look at the numbers amongst the demographics, and that's not really the case. Hasn't been for quite some long while, but that's the line you're fed all your life. Yep. So, you know... You can understand being a little skeezed out by the situation. So the guy yeah. gets a little jumpy, but doesn't do anything bad. Ends up getting fucking shot to death. We're not talking yep. about a situation like that. We're talking about, you know. Gangbangers doing gangbangery yeah, shit. Yeah, we're talking about gangbangers doing gangbangers. And the cops doing shit. their shit. Like, the cops are doing what we pay them to do, which is to get criminals off the street. They're criminals or, you know, drugs and all the other stuff to protect public safety. Right, they're doing their job. They did what they were supposed to do. And he like that's but the rest of the stuff, you start talking about the system as a whole, I'm not gonna argue that it's particularly bad for black people. I don't think that's true. I think that uh, again, citing the studies that I've read, you narrow it down, there's not really much of a difference between the two. Uh, it just looks very discrepant when you don't sit there and control for variables such as uh recidivism and you know, actual crimes that were committed and stuff like that. There's plenty of discussion to be had about reforming the criminal justice system. 
plenty. Certainly. And there's there's plenty of work that could be done. Like like mm-hmm. I was saying, no knock raids. They should not ever be a thing. If you're if you're dealing with somebody that you're so scared of and you're so worried about that the only thing you feel can be done is a no knock raid, then you wait until they fucking leave. Well, that's that's uh, so. So there was actually a great uh, a great interview on Timcast IRL. I think this past week or last week, where they had a cop who was part. Of, and this is where I you know listened to the Breonna Taylor stuff. He was on the raid. He was the guy who got shot. They had him in there, and that's basically what he said they've started to do. They've been trying to get rid of no knock raids. They don't particularly like them. He, as a cop, really hates them because it basically sets everybody up to get shot. It's an unnecessary risk, so they kind of wait for them to go to the gas station. Yeah. Right? They'll have I somebody observing the house. People got to eat, so they'll have somebody. They'll put a, a couple cops on uh, on on duty to watch the house. They'll leave, and they'll go seize them at a gas station. Right, or they'll seize them at the grocery store. Or they'll take them out of the home, because at the end of the day, going in and, and doing no knock raids, no knock warrants, those kinds of things, they um, they essentially threaten the children, uh, because the, the children, the pups, the the whole family unit, and you know, cops don't want to be in that situation. Or if we fall directly reported. onto the Breonna Taylor one, you know, one of the key charges was public endangerment, yep. and that is a very real thing. You know, a bunch of bullets flying, yeah, they can yep. really go through thin walls. I mean, we look at Chicago every weekend. We hear every weekend we hear a story of some young child that got shot through a wall during a drive by. So, yeah, it's very much a thing. And when you start talking about it, you know, he talks about how they were the the thing is that there was uh, these were all originally signed as no knock warrants. And then they decided not to execute them as no knock warrants. So they had judge permission to go do no knock warrants, but they didn't want to do that. And they they used cell phones to figure out where the dude was. And you start looking at it and they're like, oh, why were they doing this mass raid on this dude? Well, apparently, like the cop explains it, that there's something called the ghetto net. Right. And uh, and basically it turns out that as soon as you show up at somebody's place, there's a whole lot of people who get to find out that you showed up at that place. So if you've got evidence distributed in multiple locations, a large portion of it will be lost, and you won't be able to make your case because they're going to get rid of it. Uh, so you have to do this multi-warrant thing uh, where you, you raid that. And that's that's a perfectly legitimate reason for the multiple execution of the warrants. And, if and you that's w- why they have the 10 and, of them. You know, on my own personal recommendation here, if you'd like to get a little bit of a deeper uh, dive into that, in one of the most documentary fictional series that's out there, check out The Wire. And you can get a feel for what a ghetto really is like. It's a fictionalization, but it's very well told. And it gives you a feel for what these big Democrat cities are like and how these things are run and what it's like on that side of things. I'll trust you on that. No, nah, it's pretty decent. Like, it's it's life in the ghetto, and you really get to see it from, like, from the ghetto side and just uh, how cutthroat all this stuff is and how dangerous everything is, what a what a scary life it truly could be. Well, that's, that's one of the, the problems that you run into when we make things illegal, right? Is, uh, A, there's a huge profit margin on it, and these people don't have very much, so they defend everything they have as if it's a life-and-death situation. The left comes in and makes the arguments that if we make their lives more comfortable, then they're going to stop doing this shit. But the reality is that this shit allows them to make money while they are on welfare. So they're Well, not only that, this is an out. This. 
Like when yeah, you've it, taken away out. a person's ability to to make and do and become something more in the world than Yep. You know, when your only options are, well, I can play basketball, I can be a rapper, or I can sell drugs, that's not a very promising future. Right. That and that's it, what had... and that's what these people have sold everyone living in the ghetto for generations. It's like, listen, they, you they, don't have a future. You've got, you've got to take what we're giving you. Manufacturing, and we started talking about full social policy reforms and all of the other stuff that we did. We destroyed the economic future of people who are very low skilled, um, not necessarily on the 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 brightest side of the economic of the uh, the the. We IQ need spectrum. welders. And we need janitors. Or yes, we need people that don't come up from Mexico to pick and to plant. Yep. What if that could we, be done by our need... own communities and then that money stayed in those communities instead of going south across the border? Yeah, you might have to pay them twice as much. Oh, no, you're paying them $5 a day instead of the two and a half you were paying the Mexican, you know? Right. Well, that's, that's <laughs> And, and then that money is... stays in your community and you've developed a business model, God, for fucking bit. But yeah, that's uh, that's uh, that's always the uh, the fundamental debate, right? Yeah, that's the situation. I mean, it's uh, it's not exactly systematic racism per se. It's systematic abuse of um, at risk populations. You could say. Well, the 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 problem that you run into is that uh, the Democrats largely tried to transition us from. A manufacturing economy to a service economy and there are when we start talking about the problems that we're facing today my wife actually brought this up as a point and i thought it was a very good one so i'm going to share it with our audience um a large portion of a lot of the problems that we have socially today is probably because of that transition between those two economics on one hand with a manufacturing economy you're producing goods and services you're selling the goods and services and you get the interior trade as well as exterior trade and so your net wealth as a nation is increasing if you transition to a service industry there's still some trade internally uh, but you actually end up having to buy the same stuff that you would externally, which decreases your overall wealth within the nation. That's that's what Trump came in talking about trade deficits. But the other problem that you run into when you start talking about service versus manufacturing, uh, in a manufacturing economy, it's about your skills, right? It doesn't yeah. it doesn't matter the color of your skin as long as you can you you know you can lay a bead. Right. It doesn't matter the color of your skin as long as you can make sure that we get consistent and uniform whatever off the line. Yeah. Are um, your stitches straight? Good. Are your stitches straight? Good. Right. Uh, because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter the color of your skin. The money costs the same or the, the, the color of your money is the same as my, the color of my money. And so that works out pretty well. We start transitioning to a service economy. Your personality matters a whole lot. Whether somebody likes you matters a whole lot. And so we start seeing the ad, uh, the the advancement of a lot of these diversity and inclusion initiatives. And part of that is to basically expand uh, or decrease overall wages 
in the industry or, or keep wages low in an industry because they start pulling in people that would not normally be hired in these situations uh, due to personality conflicts. And that's kind of what we're dealing with right now where you have this celebration of people who are functionally useless but entertaining and they're getting praise and accoutrements and we are now expanding it through the rest of our industries uh, lower standards overall as and then we're we're branding that as a diversity initiative instead of you know oh yeah well we're just gonna sit there and cut out the fact that we don't care about you having a drug or criminal record now hold right? on These are you trying are to tell me that the my two moms campaign by the army was perhaps not the wisest maneuver no i, I don't it's not even that it's that that's not the point that i'm making no no but we i had moved, to make it we move from a skills-based economy to a service economy so personality matters uh a lot so personality matters a lot more and the people who are the, the folks that are that you could normally put in customer facing positions, the people who keep themselves clean and and speak very well, well guess what? Those people get moved way the fuck up the chain because they're the ones that you want to start having in those positions of higher higher power and authority. And so they end up uh, at these lower tier positions, start changing and pushing for diversity and inclusion and equity requirements, not because that's what they want, but because they can no longer hire these people that everybody likes. Hmm, that's a that's an interesting argument. I certainly can't discount it entirely. Well, so we were talking again to my 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 sister there and she works in the the Disney complex and so they talk about all this diversity inclusion and equity and you have to think about the business and as she's talking about it she's like to promote diversity we're sitting there and no longer requiring a drug screen right and you're like huh, how does that promote that's, diversity that's incredibly telling like right? that's incredibly uh, telling you, you we're we're promoting diverse and, and it wasn't just that it was uh they're not doing a drug screen anymore they're no longer they, they, and these are how they're going to promote diversity by the way uh, they're not doing a drug screen anymore uh certain things on a criminal record are considered acceptable uh so why why all of a sudden are you you're not you're not sitting there and saying hey we feel these people are underrepresented and therefore we're going to increase our representation of these people Right. You're literally saying I am changing my standards and we're going to brand it as being inclusive, which is fundamentally racist. But whatever. Oh, yeah. Incredibly so. <laughs> it, it really is. But so so my wife was sitting there and, and hypothesizing that um, this is essentially what's ended up happening because we moved into a service economy. So uh, the people who. You know, it's no longer about your skill or what we can train you to be or the best that you can be. And so on one hand, you have these ridiculous characters uh, taking prominent positions within our society. And on the other hand, they're having a problem keeping and retaining the same population that they would because the people who keep their nose clean get moved way the fuck up because they're the people that you can put in in really high-end customer-facing positions. They become much more valuable uh, than they would have before. Like the welder who didn't do drugs is now twice as valuable as, uh, you know, the welder who did do drugs because he's got he's providing a service instead of, uh, you know, selling a product or, or running a tool. I mean, I guess they're still running a tool, but you know what I mean. 
he becomes more valuable because he's not doing the drugs rather than because he is really good with a torch. Yeah, fair. Yeah, it can certainly lead to a, a degradation of quality across the board. Well, that's 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 her theory. It's probably not articulating it appropriately, but whatever. I think I get what you're saying, though. But yeah, it did take a minute yeah. to get it through. Well, it, it's it's kind of tough because she's her point was that you have to look at why businesses are doing what they're doing because they're not they're not fr- there's no way that you're going to turn around and say a multi-billion dollar industry is going to pay its employees more out of the goodness of its heart, right? They just can't find people to work. And there's by the same and the same thing's true for diversity and inclusion initiatives. There's no reason if their business model is working, there's no reason to do something else unless it means that either a uh, doing the alternative would cost more money. And that's my uh, my my wife's theory is also along the lines of uh, white people are more likely to ask for a raise because uh, black and Hispanic people have been told that they're oppressed. And so they they won't they won't be as they won't request as much advancement. And so they're cheaper long term than than the average white person. That was her theory as well, which Mm. is probably not unreasonable. There might be something there. Well, so I know that um, I know that they did this with women. They studied it with women, and they found that men and women, women tend to start on average something like 10% higher in pay than men. And the difference between the two is men aggressively advocate for their raises. And so what ends up happening 10 years down the road is the man who's working in the same position uh, has aggressively pursued a raise every single year and the woman has not and that the business is not going to go out of their way and be like yep here you go here's additional money you didn't ask for it but here it is anyways whereas the men are not true but i think a, i think a fair bit of that at least with women can be chalked up to just the basic nature of, of the human female being more agreeable uh, well that's 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 true and that's that's the thing right they come in they can command a higher wage to start uh, for whatever reason. And then within 10 years, men outpace them because men are much more competitive and pursue wages more often. And the lesson learned, people, is always advocate for yourself. Oh, absolutely. And even related to that, you're also your own first responder. So even yeah, if you're in California or uh, New Jersey, you, you still are. So, you know, just... Yep. Do what you can. If that means that you have to buy a 3D printer and, you know, um, make your own Nerf guns, well, maybe that's what that means. You know, maybe maybe you'll be out here summoning up spooky ghosts. Who knows? Who spooky, knows? Spooky, spooky ghosts. Yeah. Now, was there anything else that you'd like to go over for the week? Because if not, I've got a really, I've got a nah, great piece of good news to wrap it up for the week. I have unfortunately had too much shit to do the last two weeks, and that is unfortunate, but it is it is what it is. I haven't even spent time like reading and watching much of the news except for what we've already talked about here. Well, uh, you heard about Buddy the Cat, right? Uh, I faintly. Okay. Well, um, Buddy's a Buddy's a cat that. Um... Was like a neighborhood cat. Somebody uh, 
took him in, but he just uh, didn't like being an inside cat. So they let him live outside, and he became a like the the friendly neighborhood cat that everybody loves. Everybody feeds, but this one person's like actually taking care of them. They stay on their porch and all that. Two uh, two black guys come by and uh, stick their dog on him. Uh, nearly kills the cat. Goes into the hospital. Um, word goes out. Everybody, the money's raised to help save the kitty cat, and and he starts looking better over the days. Uh, then just this last week, we found out that there was an arrest warrant uh, issued for the guys that were responsible. They are going to throw the book at him. They're putting him down for animal fighting, so they're gonna they're gonna take a hit for this one. Then a uh, few days back, we find out that they have been arrested, and then uh, just. Uh, three days ago, so uh, April 1st as of now, uh, Buddy has left the ASPCA, is going to his foster, and uh, one of those fosters is actually one of the vets who treated him, and he's doing just fine. So, well, that's good. So, uh, a happy story. And another uh, a happy story in a dark time. It's not so much a story I can really so much tell, so I'll just put a link to it below. There's a Ukrainian actor by the name of Alessi uh, Sorovtsev. Man, that's a weird pronunciation. Alexei Sorovtsev. TSs are weird, man. Anyway, uh, he's been going around the Kiev area and just saving pets that, uh, you know, in bombed out buildings or whatever. So he's just, he's doing God's work, man. No matter what you think of this, no matter what side you fall on, People that are saving the helpless, whether they be big, small, animals or people, you know, that's they're just doing good and they're making the world a better place. So we should be thankful for that. It takes yeah. good people to make the world a better place, right? It does indeed. So I guess with that we can uh, sign off with some kind of happy news. So uh, you can find me at that fake guy Dan everywhere except Facebook. Uh, if you're not subscribed to this, what the fuck's wrong with you? You should be. It's fake Untitled Podcast everywhere. And uh, you can find my man Steve here at uh, Ratman720. Uh, worthwhile to hit any of us up with any sort of questions, concerns. You want to get on the Discord. You want to get on the Gilded. You want to get in on uh, when we actually take this thing live. Because I'm only going to be able to take calls from Discord users in the beginning. Until I figure out voice meter. So, you know. If you want to be involved in this at all. Hit any one of us up. Uh, of course, again, if you want to get in touch with Craig at CraigBob99. And I suppose with that, well, stay safe in this uh, completely crazed and uh, madhouse world that we found ourselves in. <laughs>